Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the coaster. You know that my Doja Kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posing. You are. Don't mean it. We'll do it right. Of course. Not unless you aren't listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is a Wednesday, November 1st, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, on his usual co-hosting duties, we bring on uh, our good pal Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's going on, man? What's happening? What up? What up? Not too much. Not too much. How are things? Ah, everything's everything's cool. It's a lovely uh, eighty degree day. It started off forty seven degrees, so you know Texas. But yeah, it's cool. Got this breeze coming through. I don't want to close the window. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, it's 80, but it's it's really nice. You know, can't, can't really yeah. beat it for uh first day of November. Yeah, I made a young Walmart run earlier today and uh, got to got to enjoy it a little bit and uh, look at some fine old-head Mexican ladies uh, as it. Always fun. It, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's uh, get things started. We certainly have <laughs> amount to talk about. Let's go ahead and give out all of the pertinence. If you want to call in and talk directly to Cameron and myself, you got to give us a call on the Constellation line. Give us a call at three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, at three four seven two zero two zero three. Can't call us. You can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. So hit us up at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show.com. And, uh, and Twitter, that's another way to get at us. You can find Twitter at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. That's where you can find the show. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at, whoo, <laughs> I just saw the final number, at Seahawk, C-E-E, Hawk. Um, man, that bar. <laughs> it never just breaks it a little bit. Like, oh, hey, 10 more votes than the last time. New record. Nope, 250 more votes yeah. than the yeah, it's, uh, it was a uh, a lot of things went into that to to make it work, but it worked. Boy, did it! And and it and it and it hit at the right time. Just a lot of people weren't engaged. So yeah, we'll get we'll get to the poll. Um, but again, find the show at East Coast Con, uh, at East Coast Cast. Excuse me. Find me at Trav Lord. Find Cam at Seahawk. And Facebook. That is the last bastion of Get Adage. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. That is the Facebook fan page. Uh, check us out. 
share the page, uh, uh, share the thing on your on your timeline, and and uh, tag your pals in it. I'm not sure if I uh, shouted out Aubrey Hickman. I think I did, but shout out to Aubrey Hickman again for liking the page uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah, so do all those things, and that would be awesome. So yeah, Cam, uh, poll uh, headline. Where we uh, where we starting? Did we, let's see, did we lose Cam? Yes, we did lose Cam, and he's back. There we go. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is one of those things where the uh, the poll has nothing to do with anything that would be close to a headline because it was uh, oh, yeah. oh. built off a few things. Like it was built off, um, built off a form that I made for kind of a new show I'm doing, uh, built off a conversation I was having at the time. Um, it, what it really fell in line with was um, my goal for this new thing that I'm doing is basically I don't want – of course I want to know the things that people think. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why they think the things they think as far as wrestling goes. Like I'm trying to figure out why we have a certain level of engagement with certain topics, trying to figure out why certain wrestlers or personalities are so polarizing to people. So it was something that I thought was simple and in a way it kind of proved a lot of things that I thought that people will argue about anything and people will be smarky and snide about just about anything if they can because of how people are built. But, you know, it was uh, who of these four wrestlers would you leave off of your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? And I, I do plan on asking every caller this to see what they say. But, uh, you know, it was uh, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, and John Cena. And I think, uh, did it top off at 9.55? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 955 votes. Uh, 65% said that uh, John Cena is the one they leave off of their Mount Rushmore. And I, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, yeah, well, he, he was the one but, <clears throat> I, I voted for, just for one very yeah. specific reason. Like all um, those guys. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Perspective. All those guys what? All those guys, like, changed the business in some significant way. And I guess you could just say John Cena, but is that way, like, a, a good way, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, well, if you're WWE, I mean, sure. That's the other thing. Doesn't like go anywhere, doesn't have a life, won't have children, didn't want to get married, or at least again, <clears throat> and loves living in hotel rooms, <laughs> apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing where, like, there's just not a criteria for it because, and the reason I say there's not a criteria is because Ric Flair came in second place. And I I, I don't know how, but well, okay, you know, like, okay, well, I guess. Uh, well, I'm not sure which way you're going, if you're going from the bottom up. Is that well, he had the second most, the second most people said they would vote him off. Well, no, Hogan had 18. Flair had 12. Oh, did Hogan end up with 18? Okay, that changed from the last time I saw it. So Hogan okay. was second, um, and Austin was, like, dramatically the one they would absolutely not vote off. Yeah, so literally, like, okay. like what? 50, what is that, out of 1,000? 50 people? Yeah, 50, 50 people. Like 40, 42 people <laughs> voted for Austin in this thing. Like, who were those 42 people? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, and I mean, 
there was a kid that came on there, and it was cool because he, he said, like, look, the one that I'd vote off would be uh, – he either said Flair or Hogan. I think he said Hogan. He was like, I'm 21. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Like, thank you for yeah. qualifying. That's what you should say. Because, yeah, yeah like, it didn't, like, it didn't matter at <laughs> all when you were alive. Like, yeah, and because, like, people won't – he's at that age where people will go back and tell you, oh, Ric Flair was this and Ric Flair was that, and he had this style, and you still see people talking about that. People don't talk about how cool Hulk Hogan was right now, especially yeah. right now. So if you're a 21 – if you're 21, that means you were born, what, WrestleMania – Thirteen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like Austin, Austin, uh, Bret Hart. Like right. Hulk Hogan's nobody to you, you know. Like right, like you Hulk like Hogan man, you like. And and if it wasn't for the WWE kind of like machine and the fact mm-hmm. that he absolutely turned everything around and probably saved WWE and the industry maybe and by, by or at least like the mainstream industry, you know, by default. Um, you know, like that's that's some cold sweet awesome. Yeah. Like if you're twenty one, you're like, Yeah, okay. I see all the all the I don't want to call it propaganda, but that's kind of what it is. Just the the marketing. I don't want to say propaganda. I see yeah. all the marketing and Austin's everywhere and he is, you know, like they don't push Hogan like that anymore, like they did in you know, 03 when he came back and yeah. did his Babe Ruth thing. You don't, and and again, if you're 21, no, like you've literally think. seen, yeah, John Cena's been on top most of your life. Yeah. You know, like he's been, yeah, he's the the constant most of your life. Like, and the other three guys, especially like, like even if you're 21, you're 21, yeah, like since you were eight, ten. Yeah, if you're 21, you saw Austin for the better part of. Are we assuming he's, yeah. he's watched wrestling for yeah. 15 of those 21 years? Exactly. <laughs> so you saw, you saw Austin versus Scott Hall through Austin versus Rock three. <laughs> Austin Rock, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, if you started at five. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so, awesome if we could get him. Okay. Like, I'm going to tweet him. Hey, man. It was yeah. a call. <laughs> but you're, but your your big brother and them they all talk about how great Steve Austin was. So that's still there. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, it, was, so it, was, it was fun yeah, to watch. more than you more than WWE's who, marketing. The, the people that the people are who came in them. like if like some guys said if you don't have gorgeous George on on your pole Bam. you're doing it wrong. Bam. And I was like, Bam. then it's great. Then it's great that my poll specifically said who would you leave off, not who oh, should be on. Like people, like people just want to be like they they want to make that comment that gets the likes so bad, and they want to prove you wrong so bad. Like again, I, I love the space that we have. I'm glad we're not real life people who cover wrestling famous because I pull my hair out and be outside of people's houses because it's ridiculous. Like. Again, who would you leave off, not who should be on? Just tell me why one of these people doesn't belong. But, you know, people are going to do their thing. But it was, it was fun. Like, it was, like outside of the, the few comments, like, it was a really fun conversation to have. And what was fun was watching the conversation between other people that branched off during the poll. Like, 
people really got into it about why you should look at uh, why, why Hogan should be close to Cena and why those two are comparable and why you shouldn't just automatically go one way or another. It was, it was a really interesting conversation. Um, again, I, I think not vote on the, these things. The blanket, I just tell everybody they're wrong. And, and there was also the blanket, well, Hogan sucks today, and we know he's a scumbag and a bigot. Yeah. So that yeah. automatically, like, just, like, well, I don't, I, I can't forget, like, his entire career, like, that had nothing to do with that. Like you're, we're not saying who's on your Mount like, Rushmore for 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 Saint Saintly beings, <laughs> you yeah, know. Like also, if you had a laser right now, you would definitely remove all the faces off of the actual Mount Rushmore. So I think it's fair. Like I would, I'd shoot that rock up. All these slave owners would be off of a national monument. But you know, like it's like a it's super subjective, like. Huh? I said a nice yeah, stick of dynamite. I would Oscar. definitely. I would, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'd rich you rich Mount Rushmore right now. There would be brand new faces on it. Um, who would I put on there? I don't know. Clay Davis from The Wire. Um, I don't know. Mayor McCheese. Um, I don't know. Some other politicians. Yeah, it'd be crazy. People that deserve but, it. I, I do think really that was fair nice. criteria because. Like your opinion on somebody can change to the point where you make that different, but uh, yeah, it was again, it was just fun conversation. Like I, I hated, you know, like every time somebody voted for Ric Flair, I'm like, come on, man. We might need to wait until that 30 for 30 came out and then had the vote. But um, yeah, it's, it was fun stuff. It really was, and it, it tells you a lot about our, and not just our, but the people who listen to you know Wade and Bruce and. Like, other people from the media who actually, like, jumped in on the poll and had comments and stuff, like, it tells you the age of their audience is somewhere, you know, 30, 40. Because Austin, they were not getting Austin out of there for anything. They credit him with a lot, and rightfully so. So it was, yeah, it was a, it was a fun poll and a better exercise. It, it really was. Um Uh, yeah. So yeah. So what's the headline? So yeah, you said a uh, totally different uh, type of you know headline and poll. Yeah. I mean, I think the headline has to you know has to kind of move around Survivor Series, and there are a few things to pick from. Like uh, I don't know, Strowman returns. You know, Daniel Bryan gets attacked. Uh, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are both not on the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Um. Yeah, there's just I think the headline has to kind of move around those, and also like the thing we found out like an hour ago that according to Sports Illustrated, uh, one of the chief reasons, maybe the chief reason Emma was let go, is because WWE was not a fan of her tweets. Mm. What, what kind yeah, of stuff did she tweet? They didn't specify, and I'm not familiar with her account, so I don't know exactly what it was, but it was she never tweeted anything enough to where I saw a big reaction about it. And normally we see those things come across the timeline when somebody does something like that. Like, I, I think, you know, another headline, um, you know, we have to talk about Leo Rush. I think that's a really interesting an interesting topic and how people dealt with it might be more interesting than the actual tweet. But, uh, yeah, that was just, that seemed really out of left field and petty. 
and that they're just kind of doing business, you know, as they go along. And, and personally, if I really had to go with one headline, it would, of course, be Stephanie McMahon doing Stephanie McMahon things, and it just sucking the fun out of everything I saw. Yep. Oof. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, no, that's uh, a nice uh, smorgasbord of of, of uh, topics and, and, and ideas or whatever. Yeah, pick here, pick here. Um, but if you had to so, oh, okay, so yours is, you said yours, if you had to go personally, it would be, it would be, uh... It might be Stephanie Returns to Raw. Be the Steph um, Returns, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, not these star ratings here, but yeah, no, I think, I think her returning, first time since WrestleMania, too, I didn't realize it had been that long, is, uh... It's, it's, it's headline worthy, but again, it's because it's not that she returned; it's because she returned and immediately reminded you why you were glad she was gone. Yeah. And I was just waiting yeah. for Kurt Angle to be like, "Hey, listen, like I get it, but you don't have to talk to me that way. Like, not even be jumping all like, hey, don't disrespect me, lady. You know, I don't even mean, but just acknowledge, like, like, all right, don't you think that's a little." Like you're being a little unfair here. Like, what? Like you don't have to talk. Like you don't have to talk to me. Like I did something. Like I got. We got jumped from behind. You're mad at the bear. What? Who's mad at the guy that got jumped and stomped out from behind? Yeah. It should have been on the swivel. Shouldn't have been in that neighborhood. I was home. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Was my house. And then for him to just take it like that, it was just like, come on, Kurt. Like. And then after the break, when when she's getting in her limo, he's like, again, Steph, I want to apologize. Like, what are you apologizing for? You make a mockery out of Raw 25 years. Like, it was so that was, And which was ridiculous. Like, you say he makes a mockery out of Raw the same night there's a trick-or-treat match. Like, so many bad things ah, happened right. on Raw. Like, Oh you literally, the NWO came in and hit Rock with a semi. They tried to kill him on television. <laughs> Your dad <laughs> sacrificed you to The Undertaker and had you crucified on television. But people getting beat up is, like, it's stupid. Yeah, it was. And it's just another, it's like, well, at least... At least SmackDown doesn't have to be the entire dumb ones with dumb logic of jumping somebody like, what was that for? And all the people coming together. And and then that's another that's another story. Uh, the double down, da- not double down, but the re-explanation of, of the attack. Like, here you are two shows later still trying to explain your way, like, out of and make people understand the angle and why you did it and and all that. Like, that should be apparent. Like, you shouldn't be two shows later still trying to tie that up. But you assume the the backlash they got or that they heard, you know. And I didn't even realize Dolph Ziggler got 
uh, into a thing with uh, with a fan, and then Wade jumped in. <laughs> and then Wade jumped in like, so what you're saying is, you know, I don't remember it, but yeah, so people knew like there was a a reaction, and people were like looking at it like this doesn't, like, mm, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't a great week for the, the McMahon siblings, and it wasn't a great week last week for Shane, even though he got the to to jump the guys and but his explanation the next day is just and then again and again with his re explanation it's just like they need like Shane needs a manager. <laughs> Shane needs a mouthpiece. <laughs> Get Paul Heyman out there to and have yeah. Shane stand next to him and you know, make faces and smirk. God man he's just... falling over some of that stuff, man, yeah. And he's just not a tough guy. Like you're put, like putting himself in the match. Like, how could I not agree with Zane and Owens later? Like when they're, yeah. When Zane was like, "Can you believe this?" Yeah, and you. Owens was like, "How? Why are you surprised?" It's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then the crowd didn't pop for it. Like, yeah, we want to see Shane in the match. They were like, "Oh, we got to see Shane right That's week. cool. Yeah, like twice in two months. The third like, fam, time you're this not year. Kurt Angle. Like nobody's like, that's a big deal. You wrestling is, yeah. and that's a, such a fraudulent. Like, I also think like rivalry. This is too much Kurt, Kurt Angle. Like, like they could have, like we talked about it when they did this with Kurt Angle, and it was like, well, maybe they'll wait. You know, like when a singles match comes, it'll be big. I really think they could have skipped this, and or they could have skipped like TLC. And Kurt Angle could have been maybe in this match because he has to go one on one, even if it's not a one on one matchup. And maybe it has a bit more flair to it. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Him wrestling twice in a month, I think it's kind of. Even though they needed somebody to fill in, I think there were other people you could have put in that spot. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's an oversaturation of Kurt. Definitely an oversaturation of Shane. And uh, our good good friend from South Carolina, uh, Charles Sitton, he says, "Why was Steph? Uh, why is Stephanie not mad at Shane?" Well, I think she just inherently is. She brought him up and kind of that was that. I, I thought that was actually a decent point. Like he fails, and what does he do? Like to, as per, as usual, because you know they're got forty year whatever, thirty seven years, thirty nine years together. <laughs> yes, brother and sister. He comes and picks on me like oh, I that that made so much sense and that was a great line uh that I think just hits home like, oh yeah, people can really grab onto that. Like, oh yeah. I, I think for the wrong reasons, like she's the heel saying it about her <laughs> baby face brother or supposed to be baby face brother. Um but he continues, Charles does. Uh, also making a mockery of what we built. Uh, so you didn't create SmackDown? Like, yeah. So she's just confirming, like, that's all we care about is Monday Night Raw. 25-year legacy. Like, well, all right, well, SmackDown's got like a 19-year legacy. Yeah, only six right. years. 93, 99. Those shows started, respectively. <laughs> so, come on. Ridiculous. 
So, yeah, good, 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 good point, Charles. Uh, all right, I guess that's a good time. Is there any to uh, go to the phone lines? Uh, the chat room is open, by the way, for those interested. Let's uh, start things off in North Jersey and bring bring Kylan on. Uh, Kylan, what's going what on? Up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? You're doing well, man. That's great, guys. So, an interesting week this week. Would you not agree? Yeah. Well, Kyle, really quick. It wasn't a boring one. Definitely was. Which one of those four, if you had to make a choice would come off of your Mount Rushmore? Uh, Hogan, Flair, Cena, or Austin? And why, if you can if you can do that. As, as much as I would, would not want to leave any of them off with, with the proverbial gun-to-head gun choice, I would have to say John Cena. Gotcha. And, and what would be the reason? And, and Kylan's, you know, uh, younger. How old are you, Kylan? 24, 25? So, 25. Yeah. And I think when we we started hanging out, so to speak, <laughs> you know. Wait, well, your first uh, wrestling show was the it was the Ray Kurt SummerSlam match. So what? Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, oh, two. Yeah. Some SummerSlam O two was my my very first show that I ever seen. So your so your actual re your actual introduction to Hulk Hogan was his run later that uh well that was already that had already happened. So whenever he came back and had his had his run and then yeah, it, it would have been. It would have been January '03 when when he came back to start building up Rock Hogan too. Uh, at, Rock Hogan at, at no way out. Yeah. Along that same introduction line, to the world to Sylvain Grenier. Uh, sorry, but anyway, go ahead. Along yeah. that same line, you you just made me think of this. Guess what? Guess what? My first actual first live show was, um, which I don't know if I ever mentioned. My first live yeah, show was, was the year. Al Wilson funeral show. Oh, man. Shout, shout out to Don Maria. <laughs> I had to think for a second, like, who the heck is uh, Tom Wilson? Uh, Go ahead, Tori Wilson. I was, yeah. <laughs> what the? Wait, didn't they get married naked? Him or in their underwear? Yeah. He had the vibrator like in his pants. It was in his in his briefs. It was so weird, like. Oh my god! So yeah, that wow, what a. Mm. So okay, yeah, I think I yeah. Yeah, I think you might have told me that way back. So, anyway, yeah. So, what's on your mind? 
otherwise. So, my first question in regards to Stephanie McMahon's promo and specifically the end of her promo when she threatened that if Team Raw does not win the traditional Survivor Series elimination match, that she will find a new general manager to replace Kurt Angle. Who do you two think will be the next general manager of Raw since, in my opinion, it's pretty obvious that Kurt Angle is transitioning into a full-on, at least for his level, full-on in-ring comeback pretty soon. Uh, I don't know a name that we could put on it, like they typically just kind of pull people, you know, from whatever direction. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I would I would immediately say, like, Heyman, but Heyman's with Brock. He came. Like, that would be the name I'd pick, but I, I, I don't think I, I really don't know. Any more juice than he already has. Um, I, I think that's kind of a giveaway that Raw wins, and then we have to deal with. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. SmackDown, or do we have to deal with Angle versus Stephanie as the conflicting commissioner GM role, and possibly the same on SmackDown with Brian? You know, would might have, feel some kind of way, and rightfully so. You know, being out of the loop, getting attacked, even though nobody told him to go. That'll be Shane's. Uh, like, all right, that sucked that they beat you up and Kane got you and everything, but nobody told you to go over there with no backup or nothing. And it's just up to them to have Shane say that in a smarmy, mealy mouth way, but who knows. Um, so I think, I guess that's what we have to look forward to throughout the fall and winter. Bickering GMs and commissioners with each other, Kurt and Steph and and Brian and 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 uh, Shane. Yeah, yeah. About how it seems. Um, yeah, and and I think that's yeah. Brian and Shane going at it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I think that that kind of lets us know uh, that we're all going to win, at least to the point, Colin, where I just don't see. Um, I don't see who would be the alternative. Like, I don't see who they have in the pipe that's, like, on TV or around that they'd replace them with. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nick Foley, come back to do that again. Yeah, Foley comes back to be treated terribly again. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good it. point. I, I, I just thought, I just thought of that because they they seem to be very uh, forcefully t- telling us that Kurt Kurt's gonna be around a little while in in the ring. So 
Yeah, that's another it, point. That just kind of thing. <laughs> Gee, they might be looking like getting them out of here. So, well, shit. I mean, can you imagine if he gets fired as uh, as GM on Raw and Shane signs him as a talent (laughs) on SmackDown? Hmm. That could happen. Could use the. well, I don't. I, the thing is, you, then you, I, I don't. He shouldn't wrestle on TV. Like, he should wrestle maybe twice in a year, and certainly not on free TV. So, eh, so it gets tough. Like, well, does it matter if he's on? You know, does he give a boost to SmackDown not being around until you know, basically having a extreme Lesnar schedule? Oh, be- before before I go to my second question, I I almost forgot this to add to you to your discussion on Emma's super surprise release on Sunday. Since Cam didn't mention this, apparently another thing that Emma did to cause her release was she. She started going around to various writers on on the writing team and saying she should she should be the the raw champion because she's the best worker. Why is she not being utilized better? And enough writers apparently heard this to say, you know what? We don't like you. We hate working with you. We don't. We don't want you here. And Vince and Triple Triple H heard this enough, I guess. I get the feeling Kylie's projecting a little bit here, but still, there's probably some. Still, there's truth to that. That's still pretty rough. Yeah. Damn. How ambition gets you fired? Just, I guess if it's obnoxious ambition. Sheesh. All right, so what's, uh, what's your second question? My, my second question is in regards to the Raw 25th anniversary special, and in particular, Legends, who may, who may be there with Ric Flair, Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, Ke- Kevin Nash, and The Undertaker already being advertised to be there. Is it possible that we could see the return of Hulk Hogan on the Raw 25th? Raw 20th anniversary special since his name has been reintegrated into commercials and different things on the network over the past okay, eight. Okay, okay, we got it, we got it, we got it. Got it. Um, no. Um, absolutely not. I, I would, I would be legitimately shocked, not like, 
you know, like I don't, I, I have enough, I have faith that WWE wouldn't do that, and that would actually, like, if you, if you know, three months from now, whenever the thing is, January, whatever, uh, it happens, and you guys are like, you know, why did you even think that would that they wouldn't? Mm-hmm. I, I would just be like, I, I, that'll that'll be, I guess, the it, the last straw, the last uh, bit of, I don't know. I just don't think, especially with the beef, with Beefcake uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that didn't help too much. That's not going to help. So even if they were leaning, even if they were like, hey, you know what, we got to get Hogan. Or who Hogan does not, when you think about Raw, you don't think about Hulk Hogan because he just... Even in his comeback, he's more associated with SmackDown than Raw. Because he was on SmackDown. And he didn't, he was gone by the time Raw came around. Or, yeah, January 93. He was gone by June 93, but I I don't know how many of those roles he appeared on. Even if he appeared on every one of them, that's still just the first six months of a 25-year show. So I still think my... Um, so, no, Kylan, that's, uh, Cam, you, you think any chance of, uh, Hogan showing up or even being named? I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I, I name sure. Name? I, I don't even think don't. they'll go there. Because, again, I just don't think there's, <laughs> when you think of Raw, it's just not a Hogan show. That, that The build to that WrestleMania when they ran over, or, you know, with the semi bashed into the rock, and the build-up to, the, you know, Mania 18, NWO return. But, you know, that was a couple of Raws over the course of a few months. Yeah. I was just saying. And, and um, he got drafted yeah, to... No, wait, I, was he a part of the... The, uh... The, the, the draft? Or, or was the NWO, like, somehow, like, not... Because they were around. I think they were draft immune or something. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's he's not associated with Raw and much of any. I think they do way. say his name though, just to uh. Sure, he's on the like he would be on the like logo or the like opening for for like all their stuff because he's you know the WWE. But again, Raw specifically. Like, uh, I think yeah. Sable has a better chance of showing up than. Uh, Hulk Hogan. I think that's a real possibility. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Of being there, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Like, not even associated with Lesnar? Like, you don't even have to talk about that? She doesn't even have to say anything. Huh. Like, oh, look, Fable's here. <laughs> so, all right, let's, uh, See what else we got going on on the phone lines. Uh, I think that's uh, Shrewd Man. Let's uh, see what he's got to say. Long time no rap. Shrewd Man, is that you? It is me. I have I've come back. Welcome back. Uh, not a whole lot. Thank you guys. I I didn't get to say it last week. I was going to try and call, but I've been busy. Wednesday has been booked up for me. Um, yeah. 
I could not believe when Booker T compared Alicia Fox to the missing link. Is my it, moment of the year. I I I had tears down my fucking eyes. Like I was dying. I like everyone hey, needed to be in the room because I kept laughing. Kept laughing. What was they, the like, I don't get it. Wait, but the announcers kept laughing. It was hilarious. Yes, like you could hear both Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Like they were like Booker and like I've not watched it since. But their voices like broke in laughter. Like I cannot believe you fucking said that. Booker T compared yeah. Alicia Fox, who had a had a weave that wasn't exactly the best on her head. Even I was like, that thing looks separated because I had just seen the video of uh, 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 Lana's hair getting ripped off and like you know them playing around with it. And I was like, man, they got to get rid of these fake fucking hair. Well, here we are in this. And Booker T goes as far, I'm like, it looks weird, but Booker T goes as far as to say she looks like the wrestler, the missing link oh, from so the 80s. Oh, so he was talking about, oh, okay. Yes, the, with the dude who had the shaved head with the hair on the very back, like the Chinese, like Mongolian. No, 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 like, no, no now she's just connecting that it was a joke about, like, her what? hair. And, like, yes. Yeah. I could, I, there, I, like, I, oh, my God, he went there. Like, number he, one, if anything, you let another woman go there. Yeah, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Like, Shannon is looking at me. I can't believe this has been said. I mean, this is like Kardashian, like, e-television level of, like, petty bitchery. It's like, I should see this on WAGS, not Monday or Sunday night pay-per-view, and Booker T uttered this to a woman. What the fuck? I couldn't believe it. Like, first he had the thought, yeah. and then he said the thought. Well, I mean, yeah, it, but... There's a filter. You go, ugh, I ain't going to say that. Number one. No, I'm not going to say that. Exactly. Like, I can't imagine Charmel Char- uh, wasn't like, Booker, when he got home or he had a text like later that night. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you compare what, that baby, I, I mean. <laughs> and she's like, I know, but, you know, you don't say that on TV you like don't... that. Damn. Damn, I wish I would have heard that live. Wow. Oh my god! I mean, I was I wasn't even paying attention. It was the pre-show match, if I remember right, because it was right before Oscar came out for the main. Oh, uh, this the was the pay-per-view. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, pay-per-view on Sunday last week. So if you watch the pre-show, it's uh, Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox match, what I thought was like a yeah. clone match. Like they're almost okay. identical. Like, what's the difference? One has a, Wait a red dipped hair, and one has There's blue a, or yeah, green dipped hair. This, like, what the Very fuck is the difference? difference? There is none. A lot. Wow. I mean, come on, Brian. You want to roll, man. You want to roll, man. Yeah, right. Hey, You're doing there's so not good. a whole <laughs> lot of difference, especially now in WWE, the way Sasha Banks has been booked between her and Alicia Fox, except for just the amount of time that they've been there to eat shit sandwiches and get covered in the shit stains from WWE. So, sure, Alicia stinks more, but it's not because of her, just because she's been there longer at the pig farm. Damn, Alicia Fox doesn't win matches. Sasha well, Banks is a, does, neither, a featured main event, you know, act in WWE. Well, Come on. And well, definitely in the women's division. She was featured in the pre-show. Wow. Okay. That happens. Like, give me a <laughs> Well, for certain groups of people, which which brings me, I'll answer, answer Cam's question before I forget it and don't go back to the Mount Rushmore idea, which I will eliminate John Cena as well. And, I mean, I, I started watching wrestling at WrestleMania 6. I remember yeah. Ultimate Warriors. I've been watching for a long time. 
I will keep Hulk Hogan. I would also get rid of Ric Flair if I really had to. Wow. Well, I mean, we didn't ask for two. God, Lee, jeez. No, but I'm just saying, and my, my <laughs> argument would be is I would want to have The Rock yeah. on there. And if anyone argued okay. me any differently, I'd be like, well, how many fucking well, well, tickets has The Rock sold Rush, as an entertainer? Rushmore is, is like, four. So taking Cena off, you can put The Rock there. No, I'm just arguing for another and you don't have In to my do mindset, anything. though, I'm arguing for business and also for uh, – for the mainstream, if you will, people associate wrestling with people like Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin that have been around for the last, you know, 30 or 40 years are my age or maybe a little bit older, maybe a bit younger. Right. That's wrestling to them so, in the mainstream. So, hey, like if they so, hey, never watched wrestling, that's who they think of. So, hey, Brian. Um, but again, I, I wasn't saying uh, of no, no, I know, who I know. on Mount Rushmore, you just, you just, you had to be the guy. Um, no, no, I just want no. to give my opinion. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give my sway as to why I would put Ric Flair as a number two, just in, in my mind, and why John Cena doesn't need to be there, because he's he simply held the fort. You know, you guys are saying kids have seen him for 15 yeah. years. I'm like, I, sure. But, like, thing, they've only seen him because he's there by default. It's not like they're clamoring to him. You know what I mean? There isn't like I, a... I hear that. A, I think... That's my point. The, the, the reason I wanted him to be on there, not only because he's been, you know, the guy for, I mean, technically, he was the guy longer than everybody with Flair. If we're going, like, time-wise, everybody who's on that list of people. But I, yep. I really think I'd love to see that alternate universe. Well, where I don't know. Hogan went 84 the, to 99, basically. So, well. well I mean, no, Hogan wrestled 84 to 99, but he wasn't. But when yeah, was he yeah, on top, okay. top of WWF 92. from 84 to 91? Well, we have to say, and then, okay. But, between 91 and 93, they had different folks in their Ultimate Warriors artists or whatever, whatever. And then he went to WCW and dominated from 94 to 97. He didn't go to WCW the day after he left WWF, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah, he spent there's a year doing sure. that crappy there's show on a Thunder in Paradise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's stuff. And, uh, so, there's time. And Mr. But, Nanny? But, or, yeah. But, I mean, John Cena, we'd have to say... Basically, like I think, barring a few months at a time, we have to say WrestleMania somewhere in the middle between WrestleMania twenty and twenty one, and then because they were in the John Cena business from the day he won that U.S. title. So I'd say twenty, but still. yeah, I didn't even count like twenty. Twenty to thirty three. I, I count that win yeah. over Big Show. Yeah, yeah twenty to thirty three, twenty to thirty four. You know, that's fourteen years, pretty much straight. You know, um, but but no, I, I what I was saying was I'd love to see the alternate universe where John Cena doesn't rap on that bus or on that plane, and then to see what happens with the business from there. You know, so yeah, who, who like, comes I, in? I didn't say he was the guy by default, but how much worse would it have been if it wasn't John Cena? You know, but um, I think I think one of the things I would put Rock and would Eddie yeah, have gotten more of a sustained list. I think Eddie would have gotten a more more protection and sustained push. And they would have paid Batista more. Which resulted in his death earlier or, you know, just, yeah, in a different way. (laughs) You get get WWE protect you from yourself money. Actually hire someone to protect you from yourself. Angle gets more leeway, and who knows what happens with Kurt Angle. Ooh. Ooh. I like this guy. I don't like this American game. hero found dead in hotel room. 
WWE officiated. Yeah. Can you imagine how that would have went over? All right. Well, I want to go to my last topic, and it's what you guys brought up and Kylan just talked about, which was uh, the whole return of Stephanie McMahon to emasculate Kurt Angle. Almost, I was thinking, you know, it's going to take a couple weeks. It was literally within two and a half minutes. She had cut off his penis and threw it into the Baby crowd. Baby faced him a little bit. And then, flopped. Yep. Where'd it go? Where was his, where, where's his manhood? What happened to it? She's like, I have it now. No, he's an Olympic hero. He wrestled with a broken fucking neck. It is, what no, have you Brian, done? What have oh, you done? Brian, that has nothing to do with anything. He didn't do what anything is, what, wrong. Is, what does she have to do with anything when she's bitching about him getting, like you said, jumped from behind by a, a brother that she's feuding with and he's unaware of, right? And the superstar that gets sick is by a viral infection that he doesn't really have control oh, of, right. except for she does because she actually works in corporate and is in charge of the health and wellness policies as well as the health organization and doctors. She's in charge of that, not him. He's just the stupid guy who runs the show. It made no sense. It was so... And then the, the thing that always gets me about her, though, beyond just the emasculation, is how quick it takes Stephanie to go into her, like, Louis Armstrong, James Brown, like, Stella Reese voice. And she's like, hey, 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 I'm going to yeah. try it. does happen pretty quick. Well done, Brian. Well done. All right, all right, we get it, Brian. Young next album. That's what I want. I want Steph and Young Thug to make a mixtape, and she would be fired. Just get her to do all the all the dubs behind her. Like, oh, Steph. She does the albums on a Young Thug tape. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, my God. That would be the greatest. There you go, Steph. Oh, That's all I got, guys. Oh, my God. I just, those are my two thoughts. Great show, guys. Thank you for keeping me company on Thursday. You make my office. Same thing, yeah, man, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good yeah. show. I'll talk to you guys again sooner than later. Bye. All right. All right, man. That was fantastic. That was really great. It's, uh... Yeah. So, <laughs> that was, um... Yeah, interesting, uh, interesting conversation from Brian Schroeder, as, as always. <laughs> Hurry, hurry, hurry. I got it, baby. Oh, man. We, we yeah, we caught it. Let's uh, keep this thing going. And let's, uh, I think, talk to Craig. Soy Burger Craig. Not even in, the, in that sense. No, not Soy, soy Burger. Yeah. Yeah, Soy Salt <laughs> Burger Craig. Oh, What's happening, man. Craig? There ain't nothing wrong with a soy burger. That's what you eat at McDonald's well, there's a lot every wrong day. Soy burger. You know it. Yeah, everything's wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I, dude, you're gonna, if you try it, you're going to love it, but you won't try it just to spite me. That's actually true. As soon as you said it, I was like, you know what? It might actually taste pretty good. I'll never subject myself to that. Never, ever, uh, ever. Bam. I had a... Uh, uh, Asian inspired burger at Pop Dottie's last year. I was so disappointed. First time I was ever disappointed in all the times I've been to Pop Dottie's. Pop Dottie's. Uh, that's my spot. I love it. You know, as far as like yeah, very good burgers. Theme books for a burger. Wait, like, wait, wait, when you go, wait, but when you go, how do you how do you get your burger done? Um, probably what is it? The medium 
medium well? Why? Like the like the last. Why what? Um, like the last. Why? Like right before it's done. Like just like a smidgen. Why? A pi- Why? I don't know. It's good. I mean, like you're supposed to get it medium or medium rare. No. Oh, so you're saying I get it cooked too? Much. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get it. You gotta, cause they typically prepare them by default, like medium or medium rare. So good. Okay. They, they like yeah. No, they, Travis, Travis, you're right. Travis, you're right. Cam is gonna die because you're right about food. Like some kind of crazy because you're right about food, You get that even medium well. Get it medium well. Weird meat disease or or. Salmonella or salmonella or something, but just like right before it's done, it just seems like the, like the best, like just a hint of pink. It is. It is. Not I, necessarily. I get like, like, like I don't want it. Like oh hey look, it's just blatantly pink. I thought that was great <laughs> until they Damn like right. certain burgers. They're like okay, we make them by default medium rare or medium, and it's just so good. Like and hot dogs. Like they do different burgers, yeah, different ways, but yeah, good yeah. stuff. But no, Craig, you and your you and your dollar burgers and your soy sauce. You're damn right. I do want to try it now. I really do want to try the soy sauce on the burger. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> if, if you do oh. any, any, if you do and you have low low sodium low so, sodium low sodium soy sauce, do it with the low sodium. That's better. But if you only have soy sauce, that's still great. Look you. Look at how far like our hearts are left over your Chinese order. Hmm. Low sodium. So a lot going on now, Craig. Um, Craig, did you – wait, what did you say? That's like when you get, voted and then – get dipped. Hold up. That's like when I get dipped for my chips, I always get lightly salted. It's like I don't need, like, regular fully yes. salted chips. Yes. I got dip. Yeah, I don't like salt dude. that much. Hey, Trevor, Trevor, oh, you like me? Right like now. you don't ever put salt? You don't ever put salt on your uh, food? Um, like I mean, add salt? Mm, like no, because salt? well, usually the food I'm eating, if it's cooked, prepared food, like uh, you know, like either my, my mom made it or somebody that knows how to season food, so you didn't even need salt. Maybe a little pepper or something, because I, I, I go for pepper up everything. Go to Wendy's or something. Make yeah, sure I pepper. Pepper for my fries. Um, so I guess I don't put. Yeah, you know, I like my adobo and my seasoning. On the salt same, kinda I hangs out. Food has too me. much salt as it is. So why do you need to add salt? I, I I have a salt shaker, but I no. haven't used it in process like in two years. Garbage has salt in it. Like no, no, I mean like he, he, goes like, like, like you said, if you that's cook, full of right. salt. So you don't if need you, salt. Nah. <laughs> this is me judging. Your life I put salt right. on my pizza because I thought the Ninja Turtles do it when I was a I, kid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's too much. You put salt on a pizza. I put salt on pizza because it needs pepper, maybe I think it needs turtles too. Pepper flakes, Parmesan, oregano, all that, but that's salt. Garlic. Garlic salt? Yeah, sure. Anyway, go ahead, Craig. Craig, what uh, did you say in that one more question? I think you tweeted me. 
I, I tweeted you, but not about that. Oh, well, I tweeted well, you make a decision, Craig. No, I mean, do you really want to do this with me? You know how I... Yeah. Yes, you're specifically the person I want to do this with. No pause. <laughs> I just realized what pause was on that one podcast. Or uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, Rich and Rich and Trav did it. I was like, "What is pause? What is that? Is that because I remember I remember no homo being a thing?" And then I was like, "Wait, pause is this, what? What the hell is pause? Oh, that must be the new. No, okay, I get it. All right." Hey, I had to use context clues. Really difficult. You did an amazing job on uh, Wade Keller's pro wrestling podcast, by the way, Trav. Uh, especially when you shut down oh. that Ellsworth Carmella thing. Sam, we got this emailer was like, if a man had a woman on leash dressed like a dog, people would be mad. Like, yes, no fucking shit. Why isn't there a white PET? <laughs> yeah, no. totally. Yeah. He is exactly that Especially. guy. Well done. Yeah, I wasn't. And uh, the 205 Live. Did you guys watch 205 Live? I did. I did not. Oh, man. The four way at the end. I want that four way. The, they did a like a fatal four way uh, uh, like a Halloween trick or street four way fright night whatever, and they had all the things that are that were out for the uh, Anderson and Gallows match on Monday. Pumpkins and a but they had a candy. Anyway. No apples though. Yes, you guys, you guys got to watch that. Just I, you, I don't even know if you need commentary. You just watch it and you. I think they should oh, all yeah. be 205 live from now on. It was really fun. It was all right. But I know, Cam, you really want me to answer. Uh, I would say Hogan. Mm. And why? Like going Hogan. Well, Mount Rushmore was made in 1925. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, a good 150 years after Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, after all those guys. President. Not like so made there was a time. lot of shit that could have happened. Right, right. So uh, slave owning wasn't a big deal in, in 1845, but if it, it were discovered that Jefferson was raped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal It was yeah. remembered fondly but, by the majority of the population. If they remember, if they have memories of it, if, which most But if it was discovered that Jefferson, if it was discovered that Jefferson raped and murdered the lost colony of Roanoke, then probably he would have been left off in 1925. I mean, other than raped, and raped uh, Sally, what's her face? I mean, I hear you, Craig. I know exactly what you're saying, but, you know. Thomas Jefferson still is stuck. I don't think it's all right. Well, well, if, Unless you're like, oh, I'm they built Mount Rushmore in 1980. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no I'm saying, Rushmore when is Mount Rushmore is getting made and it has Cena included, then it obviously involves, and it involves Cena's prime, then it involves Hogan's 
fall. So I'm not going to put Hogan on Cena's Mount Rushmore. If we're making it, I I like the way you're thinking about it. Good. Right. I mean, if if you just want to go wrestling wrestling wise, I would say Steve Austin. He would be off. Like, because Hogan, Hogan transformed the business way more than Steve Austin did. Steve Austin just said bad words in a time that no one else could. Wow. Wait. What? what? Do, you, do you... So you're comparing what Hogan did in between, I guess, 84 and 1990, the classic WrestleMania years, to what... Not 1990. You don't say 1990. He went. He went through what ninety eight until NWO. Uh, okay, ridiculous. I, first off, didn't you hear me talking about how Hogan was on top till two thousand, like twenty five minutes ago? So I'm not like trying to discount. Yeah. I'm. I'm picking. I'm picking this time period, the classic WrestleMania years. Okay. I don't even remember why now. What the fuck? Do I, I forget my point. No, seriously, I don't remember what the hell was What were were we... uh... We were talking about why... What he was saying was that if we're considering all these people as somebody getting off... Oh, Hogan changed And we're going with John Cena, we have to consider the totality. Right, Right. I'm just... Because uh, Hogan, well, Hogan one argument, the argument to take Austin off is because he had a four-year run on top. That's the only argument. But then when you consider what was done in that four years, and that literally he said he could have by default saved the, the business because he saved WWF, which and you know like if WCW's left at, as the only mainstream you know pro wrestling company, do we think we're st- we're sitting here today talking about? Talking about wrestling, if their management was up to, oh, now now they own the wrestling industry in America, in North America, you think, like, no, like, something would have definitely happened, they would have gone under, because they were incompetent and dumbasses in a lot of ways. You know, they were super creative in other ways, you know, decisions, but, um, so Austin, if you go by that logic, which I am, saved the industry at a time when it needed saving. Again, if you go by what saved the industry, then Bischoff the should be by, on the Mount Rushmore because Bischoff is the only one that challenged WWE, and that's the only reason WWE is still around now. No, if WWF was unopposed or if WCW stayed on the level they were in 1993, and I, you know, before they started acquiring you know, going after Hogan, and they just stayed at their Saturday 6.05 time slot. Their formula, WWF would have done the same thing. They would have played it safe and been like, and it would have just, I'm saying, that's what it would have been. No, no, Bischoff challenged McMahon, which is why Stone Cold Steve Austin exists. Okay, I'm not even. I'm digging it. Yeah, I don't even know if I disagree. Yeah, sure. So I mean, if I wanted to make a Mount Rushmore, Vince and Andre would be up there above Hogan and Steve Austin, but we're not doing that. But he'd be right. We're not saying your Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is a president. Right, right, right. I, I understand. I understand. 
I understand. But uh, and he he started the what chant, so fuck him. So that's that's all I got to ah. say. <laughs> I mean, not like you know your outrage is kind of justified. But I'm pretty sure if he hasn't even said this publicly, I'm pretty sure if he could go back and not do that, he would. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. He he kind of like shies away from it every time anybody ever asks him on his podcast. He's like, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's not like something to be like super proud of. Even though in, at the time, it's just, the, the, and it's really not even on him, it's the the audience that are fucking cunts that won't let it go and, and disrespect people with it. Yeah. Because at the time, and they say it's the wrong story behind it is even better. I, I just like how it came about. And <laughs> I remember explaining to my friend Damon, he goes, so I explained him to the story about how he's leaving a voicemail on Christian's, you know, voicemail. As he's driving through a town, and he's like, I just saw a barn. What? I said, I just saw a cow. You know, and just describing the stuff he sees. It's 20-minute long voicemail. And and he goes, Damon goes, why would he be calling Christian? Like, he's like the CLB, and, you know, when, like, he hates him. Like, like Damon, like, like, no. like fam, come on. Like, <laughs> like, are we really about to do this? I'm about to break kayfabe for the first time. Like, jeez. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Have you gone? You're in Austin. You you like Austin, right? So have you gone back and watched 97 back on the network? Um, Since since, uh, since the network's been around. I don't know, maybe. I've watched some random Raws from, like, 98. I don't know if I'm going... I mean, maybe. I don't know what you're... You're getting at something, so just go ahead. Get at it. I, I'm just... I, I watched... Because I, I was out... I got out in 96, because it just got too... I mean... Right, you're the weirdo yeah, that when everybody else decided to jump on to wrestling, you were like, eh, right. I'm done with this stuff. Private... Do you remember so how weird. I started this whole conversation? I asked you, do you really want to do this with me? <laughs> I asked that at the beginning. I asked that like five or ten minutes ago. But, oh, okay. Now yeah, I went back and watched. I, I went back and watched it, and I'm like, this this is awful. <laughs> I couldn't enjoy it. It, it. I mean, it might hold up to you because it, it has like those like the feels. Like all the well, no, like I wasn't watching. I wasn't. I didn't come back till '99. For me, if Chris. I'm watching it objectively, no. Okay. Well, a lot of people that are voting, like, all right, since you didn't get a '99, well, I mean, so I missed. Was, all, was look, that still look, the first pay per view I saw? I never look, watched the first pay per view I saw. The first pay per view I saw, and I came back. The main event was a Triple Threat. I think Triple H versus Austin versus Mankind. And and uh, Austin got his knees all beat up with a chair throughout the and after the match by Triple H. I think Mankind won, and I think that's when Triple H did the break Jr.'s arm the next night on Raw to get a rematch. And Austin was gone, and then three months later they did the run over him angle with uh, Survivor Series. So I didn't get to see see any Austin until he came back, and you know what Austin and heel Austin and you know that that that. That stuff. So, 
And so I don't have those, I didn't, you know, 96 and live through the, you know, I wasn't the guy like, oh, that, that Steve Austin Hollywood blonde guy is going to be something. And then following the ECW, like a, like a lot of people did and knew he was going to be something, no matter what Eric Bischoff says. Uh, that probably keeps him out so of can the, I ask uh, you? <clears throat> Mount Rushmore for me by saying nobody knew Stone Cold or Austin was going to be a star. Like, like come on. Seriously. Um and and following him in the ringmaster and being frustrated and then finally he breaks through with the promo and then that nice that awesome build and then the stunner on McMahon and then we're off to the races. I don't have I didn't I missed all that in real time. So I don't have those ties either. I don't have those 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 ten you know, tingling feelings when it comes to that. Like, oh me at seventeen, like just like, yeah, I want to get give it to my boss or my teacher or whoever. Like, nope. Missed all that. But I so recognize what, what about that. Is, like, like, what about what you – because I watched Ric Flair and I watched Hulk Hogan and I watched John – well, I mean, I haven't seen, like, the – We're also a child when John you saw Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan and you were an adult when you saw John Cena. Yeah, but I've gone for, back. For whatever reason. Uh, I might be even hurting my point because most people have the good – you know the good the, the feelings of you know all that. From oh no, no 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 don't don't get it twisted. Like I hated Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair when when Ric Flair came to uh, to WWF in '91. Hated Hogan and, he was messing and around Ric Flair. I hated Hogan and Ric Flair. Yeah, when when Hogan <laughs> won the hey. won the. Won the title in ninety five in ninety three. I like Bret Hart. I like I like uh, Mr. Perfect. Okay. Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect was oh, the yeah. first match Those are two of my that favorites. I fell in love. Okay, I, I guess. Wow, yeah. I don't know anybody that doesn't like either Hogan or Flair. I I hated Hogan from the first time I started watching wrestling in in ninety one or well in ninety really. Yeah. When Ooh. when Earthquake squashed his bitch ass, I was like sweet, and then. And then, Man, I was uh, 10, and I still I like, like, you know. I like Ultimate Warrior. Why? Gosh, Never. you're an enigma wrapped Never. in a mystery, tra- you know, trapped I know. in a I feel, I fuck? feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. With two bones. Uh, I, I, I like Ultimate Warrior. Say all that, Craig. Jeez. <laughs> I, I said light. Damn you. Past tense. Jeez, oh, peace. So how about that uh, WrestleMania coming to Detroit, huh? Yeah. Is it? You guys coming? No, I hope it does. That's a rumor. Yeah, it's one of the finalists, right? Yeah, it's in, uh, they said uh, Detroit, Philly, and New York for for next year. Detroit would be fun. I I know, Craig, I've told you this. My my buddy coaches for the Lions, so that would be a fun trip. That would be great. Yeah, I, I mean... Dude, you guys got free room on board here. I'll, I'll, I'll make you some food. I'll, I got dollar burgers. Man, I got I got a couple we, pizza we, places we around here. Can, can you what? Maybe two dollar burgers? Maybe two fifty? No, they got the three... They got the, like, the three fifty <laughs> burgers. Those are, like, double cheeseburgers. I'm like, 
why am I going to get a double cheeseburger for three fifty when I can get two regular burgers for a dollar? You know, it's two dollars compared to three fifty nine or whatever. Yeah, a lot of story. Uh, uh, Trav, do you watch Supergirl? I have not. I was going to watch oh, it today, but I had to make some uh, make a make a Walmart run and. I was I was stuck on also earlier just cable news and shit watching trying to watching Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh scumbag it up on on the at the podium as she does. And yeah, so I forgot. So probably tonight or All right. Well, well, let me let me ruin it for you and say that it's going to be one of your favorite episodes ever of Supergirl, and you're never going to forget it. It's going to be amazing. There, I overhyped it for you. Uh, okay. You put a lot on it, a lot of mustard. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys, and I thank you for taking my yeah. call. Talk to you, Chris. Well, no, I appreciate you, man. Goddamn weirdo. We like Hogan or Flair. Neither one. Yeah, both are garbage. Let's talk about Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Which is like, oh, okay, I mean, sure. No, yeah, he did. He definitely picked the right answers if you're going to say, I don't like either. Yeah, he, went the right yeah way. he was like, yeah. <laughs> like I like tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> like, fam. Like, what the That's fuck, funny. man? <laughs> Natural disasters were my shit. Man. Uh, let's go to this. Read this uh, non-VIP email we got from uh, from Jabron. He uh, he chimes in. Um, what's up, fellas? I have two questions for y'all this week. With all this talk about CTE going on in the NFL and other combat sports, do y'all think they would ever go after professional wrestling, meaning trying to stop or prevent people wrestling as a career? I know wrestling is something you start later in life, but I wanted to get y'all's thoughts and opinions on the matter. No. Go after in the sense of, like, as you said, like, try to say people can't have wrestling. Like, you can't do that. Like, to, to... yeah, like, no. Will they suggest or Im- even impose stricter, like you can't start, they yeah, suppose they're not be able to wrestle till you're 18 anyway, but, you know, make that like a real enforceable thing at wrestling schools. And for a while, I don't know what happened to it, but WWE was having people like wear headgear to train in. When they train, yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing, but this was a few years ago, where it was probably when the, you know, around 2014, when the Performance Center was, like, brand new, brand new. So I don't know if it was just for the cameras, so to speak, and that <clears throat> that kind of thing, and just slowly people just stopped using, using them in Karen, uh, or what, but... Um, yeah, that's that's something. It's not a lot of it's not a lot of ways you can 
can combat it in, in wrestling, same as football. Like, it's just designed, you know, to, you know, for, for the potential of brain trauma. In football, it's it's just worse, especially if you're a, an offensive or decent defensive lineman. I mean, every, yeah, literally crash every crash crash practice, one, two days, whenever y'all finally put pads on, every practice, every play, you're bashing into each other's heads. And, I mean, shit. I mean, back in the day, there was, you know, back in the day you used to be able to club guys with your forearm in the head, and they stopped mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but that's like the 60s and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think, Ron, I don't think they're going to ever go after pro wrestling. I mean, if they didn't give a fuck about steroids, people dropped it, dropping dead all in the, in the early yeah. 2000s. If your heart stopping, you're going on. Then he went on. He went. Vince went on fucking, uh, or his lawyer maybe whatever went on, got questioned by Congress and was like, yeah, no, we got the wellness program for pro, for public relations reasons. Like just admitted it, and they were just like, oh, and then do nothing. So nobody cares about pro wrestling. That's why, for various reasons, that's why the. Promotions, WWE especially, can treat their fans the way they do because, you know, thank you, sir, can have another. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. His second question, uh, with, anticipation, with anticipation of the new 30 for 30 that ESPN is doing on Rick Flair, I, I, I got to, I can't, Jabron, Somebody with put the R-I-C-K. Yeah, fam. Like, I don't know how old you are, Brian. If we ever went through this, but you have had to see Ric Flair's name. Put him on correct. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? Uh, I don't see sent from my iPhone or Android, but I'll, I'll. He might have taken that little signature off in the settings. You could do that. Um, so yes. You know what? I'm just going to assume it was autocorrect. My bad, Jabron. Um, With the anticipation of the Ric Flair 30 for 30 uh, Is there anything that you guys are looking forward to finding out about him That you didn't know about him uh, already If you could do your own 30 for 30 Who would be the wrestler or wrestlers you'd pick P.S. Shout out to Mike from Brooklyn I've been watching those behind the Titantron videos They're really good Uh, Fellas, check them out when you get time. Thanks. I'll be listening. Yeah, no, Mikey, I've been saying that for a few months now, and it's probably at least like go and like save it to my thing so it pops up every time I go to YouTube, and I maybe one of these days I'll go, oh, you know what? I watch it. So, um, what are you looking forward to finding out about Flair that you didn't know? Okay. I I don't know if there's anything out there that just like. What don't we know would kind of be the same. I don't know what new information we'd be looking at. Um, if there's any, sorry for the terrible uh, phrasing, but if there are any bastard children out there. Yeah, well, it would be interesting. You know, Rick's done his things. Any black bastard children out there or, or wow. brown ones? Chaco's face mountain, as it were. Um. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I, I I feel like 
you know, I, I've read I read his book. Um, his book's really good. Um, you know, I've listened to Bruce talk about him, you know, yeah, over the years. Like, I just feel like, you know, everything there is to know is to know. But, you know, like, I thought I knew a lot about O.J. Simpson. And then they do the big, you know, million parter on O.J. And there's so much stuff I didn't know. So, I, in general, I'm curious to find new things. I don't know what I'd find new, but everything you find out is, is you know, new knowledge. Like, I'm, I'm here for that. Now, um, the second part is really, really easy. Um, the Anwar family. Like, I just love to see a 30 for 30 on that family. Like, it could just go Who's on family? forever. The Anwar family. Like, the family? Like, I just love Anwar. Oh, oh, I got you. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just love to hear just... Noi? You know, I, think, just, I guess that's another way of saying it. Yeah, how, yeah however you say it. Those guys. Yeah. The Samoan family. I, I'd love to just just start from wherever and just go. The places they've been, the people they've met, you know, the things people thought about them and then how you have your, you know, your Usos and your Taminas and your Roman Reigns and even like the, uh, you know, the cousins who are different from Ocean's who are... Of, of yeah, potential so um, like, subjects to to interview and stuff. Yeah, you kidding. So Not good. only like it's so much twenties and thirties people that are out now, but um, you know, all, up to like you know, see if I'm sure there's some you know sixty and seventy year old Samoans that aren't even like the the big time ones like Wild Samoans and yeah, uh, the 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 smaller guy that they bought in to take over for Jimmy. Uh, uh, Jim, Jimmy Snuka, um, he was a singles Polynesian act. I'm assuming he was mm. Samoan. I can't, I don't remember his yeah, name. But he didn't. Act, like, it wasn't Snuka. So many people you can talk to, like, you know, the money they made early and, like, how they're, you know, fam, super, the, the, the savage rich, story, but and I don't even mean not, Exactly. No, 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 no. no. Exactly but I don't even mean like the the gimmick savage stuff or the the, the, the racist stuff. I mean like the 2017 version of this just being savages in the fucking bar and shit and just yeah, damn the stories about like the some like just stuff that they had to do because you know because they yeah. were fucking brown guys and like pro wrestling in the you know 60s and shit. And yeah, like, all right, well, they're not gonna respect us because we're human beings. They're gonna re- they're gonna fear me because I might murder them. Yeah. Like, just I would. I can't remember where I remember seeing it. If it was a WWE uh, uh, umbrella thing, probably not. The way this story was told, uh, maybe it was a Rikishi. I don't remember. I don't know. So many of them. Um, but yeah, just just the. Just outright at the drop of a dime, you know, we'll almost literally turn your establishment upside down. Yeah, it's real in the field. In a time when you could totally get away with that kind of stuff. <laughs> when it was accepted, uh, yeah. That's a man. That is a really, really good. Now I want to see that. Yeah. God damn it, Cam. Now like I want to see somebody that. Put, the, put the money together. It's been three years. 
researching and then come out with, yeah, whatever. Because 30 for 30s are just, what, two hours? Yeah. They're not even. Depending on yeah, the subject, least, they'll be a bit longer. Something yeah. like that, you need, like, at least a three-parter. You need at least four hours to, you know, so at least a two-parter. Because, yeah, that, that's... And who would you, like, centralize it around? Like, I mean... I mean, you probably can't do rock. you got so many, really. Rock, of course. Um, and you've got, like, Rikishi and, you know, and just the people that whose face you could put up, and wrestling fans especially would know. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you had rock, everybody would. Yeah. That's it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, shit, Roman ain't a bad one to go with. You know, guys oh, yeah. who from the family who finally made it to the top um, without oh, having a, you know. Do even like a 15-minute segment on like Joe and how his, he's, he, how he the one Samoan that ain't connected to nobody until like, oh, yeah, maybe like 100 years ago. Like, but there's no immediate yeah. like family connection. Like, how are you wrestling with Samoan yeah. but ain't, and ain't related to, to the rest of them? It seems impossible. But. You know, of course it's possible. There's a lot of people, and, you know, yep. it's a little ignorant to think that, you know, when you say that, oh, they're all related kind of thing. It's, it's, it's you know, kind of true, but. Yeah, somebody has to have babies. Still. But, yeah, no, I don't know who I'd like, who I'd like to see. 30 for 30. Um. I mean that's such a good one. I don't even know if I want to. And it's so and like it's kind of cheating because it's so many people, so many stories, like just a lot to it. Oh, okay. Since I don't really have one, we'll just keep going with this one. What would what would you uh, name it? Because this is thirty for thirty, Ric Flair, and then they'll have their little the the, the story of the Nature Boy or the Legend of the, whatever. They'll have their little. What would you yeah. even call it, or what would it be an idea? Yeah. What if what if I told you the oh, whole history of pro wrestling can be traced to one family? You know, because they always start with the question. What if I told you? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if like what if I told you we can we can gather every interesting or every important moment in pro wrestling at one barbecue, and then just yeah. have them at the cookout talking. Um, you know, and then you just name it. Uh, I don't know. Family ties. Can you or, imagine if it was all based around like one giant? Gathering of Samoan ta- wrestling talent that ESPN just was like, yeah. "Look, I'm gonna fly you in to this big thing. We're gonna have a, you know, traditional Samoan food and all that. The whole thing, just make it a big giant family reunion of sorts." That definitely yeah, don't. I can't imagine. It'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mic. Everybody's yeah. You know, moist. Give everybody. You know, everybody's uh, loosened up. <laughs> and you yeah. just take all that footage and find like good quotes and who's talking to who, who pairs off, what group. Oh man, can you imagine like the 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 the, the pairings and the groups of oh, that would just be yeah. Who sits at the get, who sits at the kids' table? 
that'd be that'd be really great. Like it should be the most Yeah, it's just so many stories that can come from that, so many different ways that can branch off. It'd be great. All right, let's head back to the phone lines. Let's uh let's uh damn did Mike hang up. I thought Mike was on. I see Rich, but he doesn't have his hand up. So uh three three seven. Three three seven, is that North Carolina? I don't know, let's find out. Three three seven, who's this? Where are you from? What up? Yeah. How's it going, guys? It's Brad from Louisiana. How y'all doing? Ah, Brad. My man. You? How you doing, Brad? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm I'm hoping the day is good. I did the weather's a little rough in this section, but uh, we're making it through. Yeah, Brad. I loved your uh, your Halloween pictures, man. Those are great. Thanks. Thanks. I was about to say uh, I love my your girl did all the way. With 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 rain. <laughs> yeah, well. she uh. Yeah, my uh my girl uh ripped up <laughs> ripped up one of my shirts and uh stitched the logo on. The people who work uh that I work for, they they loved it. They thought it was genius. And it doesn't help that my little girl looks a lot like her daddy, so she looked lovely. Um, well everybody thought she was a little boy whenever she was trick or treating though. You know, but uh I had to work so unfortunately I couldn't join the festivities, so mama brought uh the kids to visit me at work. Very nice. Well, yeah. Well, God, I like that uh, 30 for 30 idea, Cam. Uh, you had me thinking, like, man, like, this this would legit have to be a three-parter in order for it to, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. really. Would need to, they would really, have to be able to research and do interviews and shit over, like, a two- or three-year period. Like, whatever whatever they did for Flair, like, just triple it. They would almost have that. to double it, yeah. Cause, I mean, so many people, man. I'm, there's so many people and so many great, like, so much great talent coming out of that family. But and then uh, the person about, I would pay. Once you start interviewing people and start, you know, storylines are going that you can, yeah. ex- I don't want to exploit, but, you know, if you're trying to put on a good show, you know, that you can exploit might, you know, come out and who likes who and who don't fuck with who and what factions of families don't, why, and does it go back to this infamous moment in 1978 where, the you know, this paycheck was missed and, you know, Vince put kept them off the show, whatever, you know, just, that is, yeah, that just got me open on, like, wow, so, that, that, that would be a tremendous uh, uh, event. Oh yeah, they would have somebody. They would have trouble finding something that I think is as compelling as that one to do from wrestling. The only other person I could think of that I I personally would like to get a little bit more in depth with would be the Undertaker. He's my favorite okay. wrestler of all time, and I know very little about him. I know. What if name. I told you dead men can walk? Hack <laughs> 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 and easy, but how do you not? Do, how do you not open it with something like that? Yeah, that'd be a great one. I yeah. thought, you know, initially I was like, I thought of like the Little people who are my favorite. 30, 30, 30. Yeah, but I still think that one is better. Like the, the Undertaker one feels like it's more targeted <laughs> me. And I guess, you know, Undertaker's a big enough star that it, it captured the imaginations of everything. I just think the story, 
of the Anoe family is just such a just would be such a great story to tell. Period. That you don't need to be into wrestling to want to get to want to hear that story. Yeah, yeah, that's where really, people, uh, people are like, oh, that's the Undertaker. That is totally a wrestling audience. Like, one, yeah, like Ric Flair, I mean, obviously. Really, a Hogan one would be great. I mean, because oh, for sure. If, if we if we could get an objective yep. Hogan story, it'd be amazing. Yeah, but you know, Hogan would never because gotta protect the brand, brother. That that would be great. Well, unfortunately, for him, the brand is pretty damaged. That, and that's the thing. Like, you wonder if the brand is at a point to where, you know, telling an honest story about him would be the best thing for him. Like, yeah, that yeah, could be. And most like that sensible human beings would say yes. Just lay it all out, and you know, you have nothing, else, nothing to lose. But he, you know, be like, no, there's just too much that could possibly come out. Still. Like people don't. Everybody doesn't know That's about That's the this. bad and thing about it. That coming out. People don't want about to talk here about the the coke fueled, you know, sex parties from you know the mid eighties. You know that, that they were involved in and that kind of shit. I mean, Vince was Dead. literally like riding motorcycles with Hogan. Like they were fucking homies for a stretch. They had Nick. He called Hogan monster. For other men like that, like that, everybody doesn't call him. Like, no, that's my nickname for you. Like, (laughs) but he he had that. So, yeah, I just think there too many. There would be too many forces. Like, mm -mm. because for it to be good and compelling, it would just expose too much uh, that hasn't been. Exposed to the masses, like wrestling fans might know that kind of stuff. Ardent wrestling fans that care enough to listen to shoot interviews and and, and rumors sites and all that kind of shit. And legit and legit reporting, you know. news torch newsletters throughout the night. So, speaking of Hogan, you know who I want just because I'm tired of WWE using him to for for quote-unquote good, I want the Ultimate Warrior one to go out and get really big mainstream publicity because I knew he did some bad stuff. I didn't realize how bad it was. Like, said some bad stuff, I didn't realize it was that bad. Like, when Wade was reading it the other day, I was like, man, I knew he said some bad stuff. Oh, and that's not even... You know? That's not even half of it. I'm hearing the same audio updates you're hearing from Wade, and it's like... Oh, yeah, he's just, you know, a couple quotes. That was like a 40-minute long speech that he had that that particular line came out of. So the whole thing was just, yeah. you know, hateful. Like like, like what he said about I'm, – I'm sitting there, and, like, I was listening to it at work. Uh, uh, How you mad like, at Katrina? You know, like, yeah, really? Like, oh, my – but when he went on – when he did the Bobby Heenan thing, like, I was like, bruh. But that's a personal like, thing that, where it's like, I as much as as awful it is as it is, he knew Bobby and they had a real history. Bobby hated him, and you get that. What do you have against victims of a Katrina, gross, terrible, a national uh, catastrophe, a natural disaster? Right. Yeah, and it it wasn't it wasn't. Like, I mean, it's like fun. it's like a step. I don't know if it's a step above or below. It's like the charlatan preachers and stuff that say, well. Uh, the gays bought the hurricane or nine eleven or whatever 
the gays did today. Yeah, as far as bring, bringing bringing God's wrath and that kind of thing. Like I'm not sure if, if you know it's somewhere in that in that <laughs> in that awful spectrum. I'm just not sure if it's it was, above it was, or below that. Yeah, evangelical thing. <laughs> It was yeah. that, it was uh it was one of those things is like already did, at first off I was never a fan of the Ultimate Warrior and this is nothing you know against the character or anything I just never was a fan so uh, whenever unless you passed, were nine ten passed, or eleven years old which I was when Warrior was around in that first uh, run um, well initially whenever he sure was even popping man Warrior like, was four don't, I can't I imagine watching wrestling watching WWF. Well, I can't imagine being 18 years old, 1987, 8, 89, watching WWF anyway. Um, but just, and just, yeah, that was and, and Ultimate Warriors, just like on top, and, and like what terrible matches what? he had. It was just, yeah. Well, whenever, I, like, I, like as a, at that young of age that he would have even tr- remotely appealed to me, I wasn't watching wrestling like regularly. The only wrestler that I can identify from that time was Macho Man and Junkyard Dog was like the only people I remembered at that young of an age. And uh and Hogan obviously. Hey Brad, I, I, really quick. Uh, hey Brad, you I think we got the same Imagine. idea at the same time, Cam. <laughs> we gotta go ahead. Oh my bad. This was really quick. Just imagine if the ultimate warrior was as as talented as Kane. How much money everybody would have made. Like think about how much better Kane is than the Ultimate Warrior. It's ridiculous. Yes. Like, I was going to tell Brad he needs to DM you his, his email for that form. Yeah, Hold yeah, on, yeah, on, uh, Brad. I'll uh, I'll send you a message on uh, on Instagram. Do like a plug before the show. Okay, cool. Everybody know. Okay. Gotcha. I don't, I don't want to let everybody. I don't want to let everybody know. Oh, oh no! Good but, point. Um, <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. Now they're like, what? What do we? I, I want to know. Yeah. Now I got the grandma. I'll message you. There you go. Got you. Well, well uh, <laughs> it's, so we never, it's, we're here and like, uh, like when I, now I'm thinking about Kane's behind the scene personality and the Warriors personality and like just thinking how different it is. Like nobody yeah. says anything bad about Glenn ever. So much so I was hearing the story from like on the Edge and Christian podcast and they had Kane on and they're telling this story about how much of a jerk Christian was being to Cain, and Cain apologized to to Christian for Christian being a jerk to him. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> now that I get to talk wrestling, I ain't got to talk wrestling in a, in, in a while where people are smarter than re- in wrestling than me. I just get to talk with it a handful of people at work. Like they they like really weird stuff to me that doesn't make sense. Like they're all for this Survivor Series thing, and I'm just looking at them like. But they, they I, I watched they probably AJ like and Finn Wyatt. wrestle last like night. Oh, and one of them's Gaga for Bray, and I and I like Bray too, man. But he's been stale for like ever now. It's getting it was, and the Sister Abigail stuff was ruining him and Finn. I like I'm I, I, while I don't want, I'm happy. Uh, I hope they, uh, that Bray's getting better. Like man, them pulling him out of this match, I think probably was the best thing that could happen. 
I was like so happy to hear that they were pulling him out of the match. I was like, man, I really hope this is a work, but it was a it's a good idea. Cause man, it was not cool. Uh, but uh, what's going on with my boy Jericho and Omega? I need some uh. Some info on it. I don't it. know. I think Jericho's. Kenny said he's sick of it, man. Kenny was like, I'm not going to make no money off this, so just, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know. You always, you always wonder if you guys get together beforehand or during, you know, like, hey, we're going to throw some shots. Maybe this will lead to some money someday. But it, it's weird when two guys that you like that are really likable that, I mean, in a way, you know, some of the things that Omega does, they parallel early Jericho, you know, being that, that really good talent. You think about all the stuff Jericho did with, uh, you know, the junior heavyweights and then coming to ECW. Like, it just – Kenny Omega reminds me a lot of him at that young age, like being like super talented and athletic and maybe not being in front of the maid audience but getting notoriety, you know, outside of that. And then for Jericho to, like, kind of Bigfoot him, talking about stuff like – uh you know, I've been the heavyweight champ so many times, junior, and I don't know. It's just, it's all strange. And I, I hate when two people I like, I like that I think as people, like I'm tired of wrestlers, two people I think I like as people go through stuff like this. It's, it's really strange. It's, it's, uh, the, I never really, I guess, I never had a two wrestlers, and I'm just, I guess I'm talking back in K-Fever right now, that like, I like so much that I truly didn't want to see one of them lose like I always like man I like both so much but I would always inch a little bit more towards the other guy so mm-hmm. I remember like everybody would be uh when like this like the taker sting match I really like sting there's no doubt I was rooting for taker if that match were to happen you know mm-hmm. I like Omega I like Jericho Man, it's re- Omega's on fire right now. It really is actually hard for me to say who I would be rooting for. If I had to pick, I'm probably going to go with Jericho just because he's been my guy for years. He's the first wrestler I actually hated. It's weird that he's one of my favorites of all time. Which now. means a lot. Very, yeah, yeah he's very first So you didn't hate that again, like, sorry. Brett Hills back in the day? Like, you know. Well, the thing was, kid. I was so focused on, I was just so focused on liking the baby face that, like, I guess I never really paid it. Like, I like, oh, I dislike this wrestler, but I hated sure. Jericho. Like, like I did not so like him. Was I that? thought he like the WCW. This is this was the WCW stuff. Like, this is the WCW stuff, and I remember, like, and this is like the the I probably mentioned this on the show before that it was the time when he loses the title. It was either to Ray or or or, or, or Dragon, where he loses the title to him and then comes out with, like, the rule book saying all these rules that he that was broken in the match, and they gave Jericho the title back, and I got fucking pissed. It was Ray. Yeah. It was Ray because, like, Ray was my favorite at that time because I was watching WCW for Ray and Hoovy at the time, and I was watching WWF. <laughs> For fucking X. Gave him themselves back. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah, because I had a similar. Back and forth was so good. I mean, it wasn't Ooh, you that. You know what? I know I. Uh, you got it right. Go ahead. I was going to say, because, like, I remember. I know I said it on the show because I remember pitching, like, remember, like remembering that happened. And Cam was like, 
oh snap, I think it did happen, and you went and looked it up for me and like found it in like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. I felt like it's a jackass because I've been looking for years. <laughs> I was like, man, I felt like I made, I felt like I had made that up because I had never saw it again. And I was like, man, nobody brings this one up. This is this is what made me hate Jericho, like to the point that like I never understood like how much uh, I got into him after that because I hated him so much. But by the time he debuted in WWF against The Rock, I was super excited, like, when his name popped up. Like, I turned into a kid. Well, I was a kid at the time anyway. But, like, I was screaming in the house, and I was super excited. And then the debut does really, really well, and it's a pretty memorable debut. And I don't know. Man, that was was 2000, huh? Ninety nine when he debuted against Rock. Gosh, I remember thinking that was actually like the clock, the countdown to two thousand. Actually, yeah, like, that's what it was as a kid. Yeah. But I, I know, no, like I thought it was like going like actually in at two thousand, and I remember thinking, well, how am I going to see it? Like if like this one in at like twelve midnight, like how am I going to see it go oh. off? <laughs> well. Well, no, the countdown had been going on from, like, if you would have, like, you knew. Like, early on. Like, when they started running the vignettes, it was like, you know, whatever, 197 hours left. You're like, oh, that's three weeks from now, or whatever, 109, whatever, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, I, yeah but I, would, I, would, I didn't have my calculator out. <laughs> yeah, 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 but it literally uh, counted down. Segment. I don't I'm sure here they they cut 10 minutes or a half hour here to make it like, you know, <laughs> I mean, if they had it calculated to the, to the hit music, you know, that'd be pretty, pretty awesome. But they were hitting on, you know, firing on all cylinders back then. Uh, but I had a similar kind of coming to Jericho. Nothing is, I didn't hate him as much, but like when he debuted, like I didn't watch WCW, so I didn't have all like I just knew the buzz. I knew I read, PWI and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. I didn't even start reading that until 2000. So I really, but I, but I knew there was something I, I heard about Jericho and however you would hear about it in 1999. You know, so I knew there was something about this guy coming from from WCW that was a big deal. And obviously, seeing the the way he debuted and uh, and against the Rock and all that. But I was such a giant Rock fan at that point. So I just immediately didn't like uh, Jericho when Rock hit him with the, you come on here and you don't even introduce yourself? It's like, I told you, my name is good, that doesn't matter. You know, like, oh, just go nuts for that. Um, And then he had his feud with with Road Dog, who I guess I liked because I was really pissed when he put him through a table and hurt his back. Like, all these things were, like, new for me. I remember the first time I saw somebody get Irish whip whipped into the spring steps on the outside, and they, boom, and they go, yeah. and the top part goes flying. That was, like, a giant deal. And then two years later, you realize, like, yeah, no, that's just pretty standard. <laughs> you know, it's like a guy getting, you know, ran into a, to the turnbuckle on the outside, or on the ring pose on the outside. It's just, you know, another another thing to do. So I had never really seen I think that might have been the first time I saw uh, a guy get, no, it couldn't have been, because I watched some ECW. But, you know, seeing Road Dog get put to a table, and I wasn't sure if his, 
he was really injured, and I'm 19 at this point, and I'm just really bought all in. And then, then throughout the year, I just really started liking Jericho, and then by I go. By the time he became undisputed champion, I was elated. He was my absolute favorite by then, and him winning was just a complete shock. And then when he his outfits changed and he came out with the sparkling like pink uh, pants and, and jacket, yeah, that that was yeah my favorite Jericho. It's with with those. Uh, it's crazy. So like around the t- I guess yeah around the time he was the undisputed champion. At this point, I pretty much like followed what the storyline was. So I typically rooted for the baby face, booed the hills for the most part, with the exception of Taker and Jericho and Mysterio. But Mysterio was always a good guy, so I always got to cheer oh. Mysterio, anyways. It's, it's, that's another thing, Brad. So I have Mysterio. Two, I, I have I have two. Uh, do you ever go to an indie show, Brad? I went to one about two months ago. Okay, so you're familiar with. I, I'm sure it's the, it's the same now uh, when they just have all the merch out and a bunch of DVDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. two cassette tapes, and they're both ones Jericho and Ray bring the O to Japan. So it's Jericho and Ray Mysterio compilation of their stuff in Japan, and then there's one. That's I think all Jericho or something. So yeah, at the time, like Jericho and Ray, you know, two thousand one, two thousand two were just like Ray debuting. I hadn't even seen Ray live or anything. You know, I didn't WCW. So the first time I saw Ray uh, when he showed up to face Chavo and then few occurred, that was the first time I saw him in real time wrestle. Everything else was you Oh know, my god on tape. Yeah. I remember that night like it was yesterday. And that was that. I was. I didn't even get to see, you know, 97, 98 Ray in real time. I saw 2002 Ray, which is like, okay, yeah, but, you know, wasn't the same Ray. Better than the 2010 Ray. This is true. So whenever him and Jericho had their match at Mania, like whenever they were doing their feud in that era, uh, and around that time, I mean, uh, I enjoyed that more than the stuff they did in WCW, which I thought was more athletically pleasing and cool and a much better spot. And I, I guess right, the those story two guys was like told WCW better at that time. weren't going to get like any kind of young. real TV time to build yeah. it or like segments and promo time. I mean, maybe some I wasn't watching, but in WWE, they, yeah, that's a that's How WCW deal. didn't make money off Rey Mysterio uh, merch is beyond me. Just I guess just seeing like how much money Vince made off Rey and merchandise is. I'm like, how did they not see this was like a good idea? Then they take the mask off of him like just randomly. I was excited, but like looking back, it was like it didn't make any sense. I I don't remember what led up to it. I just remember them like undoing his mask in the middle of the ring. I think Conan took it off of him, actually, if I remember yeah. well. I think it was around the filthy animal time. Oh, gosh. I watched more WCW than I remember, than I, than I uh, like to uh, remember. Filthy animals. Cruiserweight yeah. Yeah. Team champions of the world. Like, yeah, that was a thing. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Talk about having a lot of extra titles. 
Oh, so now that I since I'm thinking about extra titles, I'm thinking about this this uh these two small women's divisions. Alicia Fox, Emma, you get to keep one, get rid of the other. Which one would you keep? I might keep Alicia Fox, man. I think I might keep Alicia Fox for real. Like she's she's so fun right now. Fun. She is fun right now. Yeah, y'all don't remember when she was basically when they gave her the same push when she poured the orange soda in her mouth, Stone Cold oh, style. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, it'll be fun until it's not, and then she goes back, you know, to not getting TV time and rinse, repeat in a year and a half or two. I don't know. It's just, no, she's not. I mean, wait. Um, Really quick, this this random Italian guy just beat Johnny Gargano. Son of a bitch, I'm missing NXT. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like he rolled him up. Like Gargano is off his game right now, boy. Woo. My goodness. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Looking rough. What? Well, dang. That that well, that that blows. But uh, I, oh, I mean, I, I guess the story is Oh, go ahead. I was seeing. I was I was reading that Rockstar spell was possibly coming to WWE. He just left mm. DNA, right? He just asked for his release, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was gonna say, uh, my my brother mentioned that to me, like, like on the uh, when I was leaving work, and he was like, "Hey, I heard Rockstar's bug on the WWE." I was like, "What? No, that boy in TNA." But so okay, well, he asked for his release, so I mean, I guess that's more likely now than ever. Not certain how those guys are staying afloat Fabian right now. Ike. That fucking guy. Yeah. Got him. Cam, I didn't get it. I didn't get it, Cam. You say he was going to DM me. Oh, no, no, no. Not right now. Not right now. Okay, okay. Just making sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're good. Is Triple H doing something with the shield? Triple H, yeah. hey, he's a foreign shield member, overseas shield guy. First off, he looked out of shape in this picture. Brad, come on. If you can't, oh, there's always a plan C, apparently. That made me chuckle. There you go. Yo, you see, um, I don't know if it's already aired. You guys can let me know if it did. But they're doing a... Um, Table for Three Shield reunion it's supposed to come on later tonight. Really? Yeah, I saw uh, it came on. Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was just highlights. But I think it came on last night after two o five live. Hmm. I'm, I'm with this with the Shield reunion thing. The only obviously they it uh their the plans got derailed with Roman getting ill and all. But I was uh, similar with that man. They had it. They had it too Roman heavy this shield reunion. It came across like he was the leader, and I, I wasn't feeling. Uh, it just felt like Raw, Seth, and Dean were there to get Roman over, as opposed to how it used to be, where the group was trying to get over. So, uh, so is there any update on Roman's return? I mean, if we're going by the Bo Dallas. Anything? Yeah, or schedule. You know, he missed about, about three weeks. 
three, four weeks. So yeah, about four. So I uh, so I mean. Okay, came on was, after a while. Uh, said. Oh shit! I got the mozzie. Well, well, what about Wyatt? Why was Wyatt ill before the? Because uh, I mean, he hadn't been on Raw for a couple of weeks too. He was doing his, you know, vignette. Uh, I mean, I guess his video segments. So I'm not certain if he was uh, ill at that time or not. Hopefully, uh. Oh, I hope uh, they got this all squared away and that all those guys get get healthy real quick. That's another thing that's different from me and my uh my my wrestling friends out here. They don't care about the well being of well being of the wrestler. I guess the biggest example that comes to my head is Kalisto doing the Salida the Salida that soul off the ladder and I'm like, please don't do this shit and like I'm freaking out, like I'm like bro I saw so like I kinda walked out of the room. And, like, I, I said, hey, is he okay? Is Jimmy or Jay, I don't remember which one was uh, up there. And I was like, is he okay? They're like, uh, yeah, it looks like it. I said, okay, I can, catch, I can watch the replay now. Like, that truly bothered me. Oh, and then the Usos get to be in the uh, the the 30 for 30. If they, man, we gonna, hey, you know, we need to find somebody with some money, man. You know, we got to invest in this idea for you, Cam. Yeah, right? We got we to gotta put it together. Hey, really quick, uh, Houston's already up two runs to nothing in the first. Like, and they, yeah, they, they're ready to get done with it. They're ready. No, I mean, I, mean I, I care because you know, from where I'm from, a bunch of my friends are Houston sports I mean, fans, and it's a game too. seven. Like that's awesome. Like it's it's a game seven. Like that's that's interesting, no matter the sport, when it's sudden death. You know, I try to stay away from shit like that, but you know that 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 city. <laughs> Guys. I'm not watching. Well, look, guys. It's just going to kick her. Well, look, guys. I will let y'all go. Y'all have a lovely uh, night. It was great talking with y'all again. Hey, Brad, really What's quick, that, Brad? Before, before you go, uh, yeah. who's who's off your Mount Rushmore, man? Oh, yeah. Who's off my – ooh, all right. So, uh, who's off my Mount Rushmore? So, who's on it right I? now, I guess? I'm going yeah, to assume yeah, yeah. the four options. If I have to guess, um, I'm going to assume Austin, Cena, Hogan, Flair. Oh, it's just four, yep. right? Yeah. Were those exactly the people, the were the, are those the people on it? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Those huh. are the people on our theoretical yeah, Mount Rushmore, yeah. So who would you take off what? out of those four? Yeah, no, good job. Uh, Austin, Hogan, Cena, Flair. Man, I feel like Flair has done just so much for pop culture in general. Like, at, at, like you know, pro athletes look up to yeah, to Flair, champion. He's an influencer. Like he influences exactly. the culture. Yeah. Like and and is so he gets he got he got love especially uh, in in you know. I guess I could say the black community. <laughs> if I talk about wrestling, they they want to know how Flair doing, you know. So, uh, Austin, man, he he, I I what he did in such a man. I feel like it was a short time, like what four or five years, maybe. Like yep. truly on top. So you can straight you can say ninety six to oh one, but you know most people would say 
99, really, those three years. So, uh, you, I can't take him off. And I, I guess I would say Hogan, but I guess mm-hmm. it's more of the personal stuff. One, I was never, a, like, a, I was, let me not say never, I was just never a real big Hogan fan, period. I, I, I actually yeah. am a Cena fan, so... And Cena doesn't have these, uh, these, uh, as far as I know, uh, that dastardly behind the scenes things that uh, you know Hogan with his terrible comments about uh, people in general. Um, Cena, come, Cena comes across as a more upstanding guy than him. Cena's run on top, uh, kind of cleaned up the business at a time I guess they needed it to be cleaned up, especially after all the. I guess the steroid stuff and the debts like going left and right and the Benoit thing, like he really helped clean up the image of, of pro wrestling. So I, if I have to take somebody out, I feel like, yeah, Hogan has to go. I know he's a much bigger, I, I guess whenever like, depending on who I'm talking to, like I, if I ask them about like people who are so big in the wrestling world, that you don't have to even watch wrestling to know who they are. You know, when people think wrestler, they think Hogan, I guess, before Cena. But, you know, I, I guess I'm thinking of, like, my mom. If I say, hey, do you know these wrestlers? I, I think my mom would know them both at this point. Cena's doing real good getting his name out there. So I'm going to still go with uh, Hogan. And he never had any good matches to me anyway. The only one I liked was against The Rock and The Rock with his ass. So, you know. And you go try to flip the script on the rock, you think he was slick. That's why that's why Michaels uh played his ass in that match. Flopping yeah. all around the way. Get 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 Hogan out of there. Can I put do we get to put somebody else on it? Well no, no, no. I mean it's just who would be off. So that's not even me saying oh, okay. those are the four guys on. But no, um I mean you can. We're we're definitely listening. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be Taker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's interesting my, uh, when people say Taker. Like, I wonder if they would have said that. Mm, I, I, like, Taker to me, like his career is just different after. What do I want to say, Trav? After WrestleMania 17, like 18. you know, yeah. 18, where he just starts putting on these four or five-star matches at WrestleMania to just build his mystique. And I, I just don't know if – I don't know if he gets that level of respect, if if that never happens, if he just stays on his regular trajectory. But, yeah, I mean, as, as far as if wrestling matters in your wrestling Mount Rushmore, and it should, then, then it would be hard to keep him off of that just based on his character over the years, um, how integral he was in the main event. And then, like, just this impressive string of matches and, you know, legend that he built. Like, it's, yeah, it'd be hard to not have him there. Yeah, I I, I was uh, mentioning to somebody my three favorite matches. And, like, you know, so obviously Sean and Taker is, is like, number one for me. And I put them both together because I really do have trouble picking which one it is. I guess I it, uh, go a little bit more to the first one, but uh, uh, at Mania. But with with all that being said, like, Sean ended up being in, like, all three of my favorite matches. And they were like, so is Sean, like, one of your favorite wrestlers? I was like, I guess he's number four by default. Uh, but with, with Taker, uh, just, hear, just hearing the uh, 
would take it, just hearing, like, the stories at the time whenever the business needed a guy, and I guess Taker was the, like, when WWE needed a guy, and Taker was the, I guess, the only, the last over guy, uh, the story whenever his, uh, what's his eye, his orbital socket or whatever got crushed, and he knew the boys wasn't going to get, without, without him being on the show, the boys wasn't going to get as big a payday as, as they would, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to just have to suck it up and, and, and do this, and did, and did that for them more than he did for himself. Because I'm sorry, I would have took that Austin Aries time. Ew. <laughs> Shit, I don't know, because uh, that, that wouldn't have been me. So, like, it was one, that was one of the things that whenever I heard that story, it, re- it really, uh, it was one of those, yeah, you know, I kind of want to meet this hero of mine, you know? Mm. So, uh, I, I, I definitely like the fact that he was thinking about the, other people. I mean, he probably probably still wasn't in his best interest. But apparently, Taker is apparently adorable as fuck. Because I mean, he's what fifty something now. And yeah. I mean, all these years, just two bad hits and all that. Yeah. God, gosh, it's ridiculous. I'm and I was I was concerned about uh, Big Show's hip after uh, whenever I heard he has to have surgery. Did his hip surgery have to come after that cage match or what? Yeah, they did the angle and the, they did the spot, the cage spot, to 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 justify the the, the absence. Okay, so he needed the so surgery. I, I, yeah, no, I love that? WWE's logic. Like, okay, so you're having leg surgery. So can we like beat your leg up before you leave? <laughs> like it's oh, going yeah, to get like, like you'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, because they, they did that with Sami Zayn. He pops his messing his shoulder up. Well, I don't think he messes his shoulder up. Literally, finishes come back, right? Well, no. So Sam, he messes his arm up. He does the match with Cena. Goes to NXT and they let they do the 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 apron power bomb from Owens that put him out for a few Uh months. I'm like, like at least I I think that's right. right. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. I'm like, what? Oh man, I, yep. I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not digging that. Now that I'm thinking about that, I'm not digging that. That's almost as bad as, uh, you know, having a concussion and going back out on the field, knowing your ass shouldn't be on that field. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's he's good, man. He's he's good to go, man. Throw a hammer on him, give him give him a uh, Viking, and he's fine. <laughs> Shoot him up with some cortisone. All right, Brad, man. Good stuff, man. We we'll talk. <laughs> Yeah, y'all be good. Take care. Thank y'all. Peace. Absolutely. Uh, Brad from Louisiana, everybody. Let's uh, let's get to this other VIP email from Kyle from Kansas City. He chimes in. Hey guys, hoping everything is good. Excited for Thor this week. Oh, are you excited for Thor this weekend? Well, you got your tickets, Cam. So clearly you are. Uh, Do you plan on watching the GSP fight? Uh, No, I am not. I can and this thing are finally fighting, and it's like five years too late. Yeah. Like, did they fight um, once before, or am I tripping? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have to watch uh, um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I, maybe I'll see Thor in the theater. Probably, if I do, it'll be weeks later um um 
But I need to watch Homecoming. I tried to watch tried to watch it the other day, but it wasn't on a reliable uh, method. Um, so I need to get that. And I'm, I wish I could. I had a, a very like a Google Drive. I was like, Yo, uh, Rich, hit me up with a Google Drive Homecoming. He's like, I don't have a Google, on Google Drive, but I got a link. That link was not great. Uh, so anyway, Kyle says, uh, number one, did you like bronze rising from the garbage like a phoenix, LOL. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think this is a, per- a perfect example of guys that are just over, <laughs> don't get the ridicule when they do, when they're involved in in the hottest of hot garbage. I thought that was so corny. Not even yeah. everything surrounding it was corny that the, the getting in the limo you knew there's going to be a camera in the limo and then there was and then there was a camera on the bumper of the limo the front bumper looking out so you could see the, the trash yeah. truck backing out. and it was just so corny and so fakey and then when he stands up like he does if that's anybody else that's not braun Strowman right now and and you can't and you have to go well that's the point he can get away with it it's like, yeah, that doesn't work for anybody else. Number one, it doesn't work for anybody else because he's like the monster and all that. I get it. But anybody else that even tries that, even if the context fits, which this did, but the execution was so goofy and cornball. Yeah. What, he gets a pass because he's friggin' Braun Strowman. Yeah, I, it was uh, it was cartoon. But no, I did not silly. like it. <laughs> I, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, number two, glad to see Joe and Jacks back in action. Where do they go? Maybe that was where did they go? Well, Joe was hurt. He had a knee, a bum knee. And I had Jacks. All we know is she needed personal time. I don't know. Not a lot of people talking about it. Seem to know with any details. There was all the rumors. She walked out. Rock told her to walk out. Anybody with any common sense is like, I don't think he did that. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, number three, how about Emma getting released? Yeah. I mean, and and, and we still need to talk about Leo Rush. We brought him up earlier. Um, yeah. This is as good a time as any. Um yeah, so he tweets out Leo after Emma's release. Yeah, I guess this is what happens when you're truly not ready for, and he tagged Oscar, and it had a clown yeah. emoji, which I assume is like an Oscar mask thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can get to that. And it was just like, <laughs> kind of, like and it wasn't even like Emma, what clown? he did was just. Yeah, it wasn't like what he did was even malicious. It was just stupid. It was dumb yeah, it was and so tone it was deaf. Soft, to, like, yeah, it's like man, yeah. somebody, somebody lost their job. Somebody that's like and it echoes, your colleague. Yeah, it echoes what they say about him, like not paying attention and, and not feeling like you have to be involved in, in the process. Like that, his first go around in NXT, and then it's an interesting conversation because a lot of wrestlers are like dog. If you do that, you're not going to make it. Like, this isn't what we do around here. You're not going to survive. 
like you you don't have this and that. And then you had people come out on the back end like um, you should be more supportive of him. You should be trying to teach him the right way to do it. It's like, have you all ever worked at a job ever? Like, that's not how people are. Like, everybody's not there to prop you up and to help you get better at your job. Like, that's not a natural reaction. Somebody does something stupid at work, you're like, yo, that was stupid, that thing that you did. That doesn't fly here. Like, everybody's not your guardian angel. And even when I posted about it, I was like, it's hilarious and dumb and, and sad. Like it's all of these things at once. Like, you don't just and deserve, you don't automatically like the take the stance of, and deserve, yeah. He, he's absolutely deserved it. Like, it's, you don't automatically take a stance of why is everybody reacting this way. You talk about the thing that happened. Like, it was, and I get that he's a kid. I get that he's 22 and, you know, and, and his, the way that he works, and I don't mean wrestling works, but I mean his, the nature of his career in wrestling isn't people working for a company long-term and getting hired and fired. It's going place-to-place and wrestling and honing your craft. Like, I get that it's different, but it was still a dumb thing to say no matter your age. Because like you said, this is somebody you work with losing their job. Like, this is real, real-life bills to pay and wondering, you know, where the next meal is coming from. Like, people really deal with this. And it was, oh, I mean, hopefully he'll be fine, but we shouldn't just – we shouldn't look at these things and say, how can we help him? Like, that shouldn't be your reaction to everything that happens. It's okay to call something dumb, dumb. It's okay to say somebody made a mistake when they made a mistake. You know, it's, ugh. yeah. Yeah, well, he has to start his NXT career, you know, as, in the negative. People that had no opinion of him, like, now think less of him. People that thought less of him yeah. now think even less. You know, it's like now you just you just – you know, you're putting the wind at your at, at your front, yeah. and you got to win over people more than you normally do. Like at a new place, or you know, of course you got to win over people. Yeah. Now you have to work even hard and be even more careful about what you say because everybody's like got an attitude with you or is waiting for you to goof up again. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. And I think you nailed it. Yeah. Let's uh, get back to his email. Uh, Number four from uh, Kyle. He says, doesn't it seem like the SmackDown team is inferior to the Raw team? Uh, Braun should just beat them all and not tag anyone, LOL. (laughs) Can you imagine if Braun just runs through the whole SmackDown team? And never tagged anybody in. I I have to disagree because, you know, like, who's SmackDown's team has, what, how many former world champions? And that counts. That matters. Um, You know, they have Randy Orton. They have Shikai Nakamura. They have AJ Styles. uh, Shane McMahon is whatever. And then their last guy. And then Raw's team is who? It's Braun. It's Kurt Angle. Uh, what is is the Kane on the team? Um, damn, I don't even. I'm about to say, I know it's I know it's Braun, I know it's Angle. Um, is it Balor? I don't think so. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
scene. Let's go ahead and see who's who's doing what. Okay. It is. Let's see. So, so SmackDown uh, has four of the five. Kurt, Randy. No, I mean it's, just, it's Raw and Braun. They don't have the other three. It's Raw and Braun, okay. and SmackDown has yeah. SmackDown has Shane, Orton, Bobby Roode, Nakamura, um, and it's going to be between Styles and Rusev for the last five. Ah. Yeah, Team Raw has Angle and Strowman. I mean, no, we just saw Strowman lose a match where he had a five-on-three advantage. Like, we just saw it. So, so, you know. Roddy joined not the computer. Sorry. I'm... Oh, you, I mean, you've seen the poster. I mean, this, is, this isn't going to hold up. Oh, he did. Okay. Is he going to kick all three of them at once? Because that would be... No. He fought them all off, though. Oh, you're a little behind there. <laughs> now the uh, AOP should turn on Roddy and beat his ass. Yeah. We don't know you. He threw their bandana, or armband at him. Uh oh. Oh wait, don't say it. Don't react. Don't react. Wait, wait, wait. I'm cold. Like, what's that about? Legal so fan. Sanity Undisputed Era versus the team Authors of Pain and Roger Strong. And a triple threat. <laughs> Only one match. Look at Eric. Eric Young has done way more than I think we ever thought he would do in NXT. Now he's a focal point of NXT. Mama oh, the crowd in the stadium must be going nuts because we've known about this. Oh, there, yeah, they there, there. Live. Like the, and the way Regal did it, they kind of like when he first says two rings, mm. the crowd pop. Whoa, with a cage. Whoa, you know. So they they started. They I love that Adam Cole is freaking out. That's so good. Yeah, they're not happy. That's perfect. That should be. <clears throat> Where are my captions? Settings. Ah, there we go. So, all right, let's see who else we got on the. Oh, wait, did we finish with? Oh no, no. He says, "What do you think, uh, number five? What do you think of? What do you wait? When do you think Raw invades SmackDown? Maybe on a go home show. Maybe that that last week. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. And they all have their red and blue T-shirts on. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Survivor Do you think Survivor Series will be a good show overall? Uh, talking point to have a good show. Uh, thanks, Kyle. Um, 
mean, on paper, it seems okay. It seems weird seeing that when they when they showed the Enzo Kalisto match. Like it's the only non interbrand match, you know. That it, it, it seems kind of weird on that show. Uh, mm-hmm. But it seems like I mean, a couple good, a couple five man, you know, five, you know, five man eliminations. And uh, you know, Lesnar versus Gender will be interesting just to see how what the finish is and how they execute the finish. So that'll be cool. And um, yeah, you're probably going. Those two matches are probably going to be an hour. The, the women's and the, the men's five on five between them both. I don't know if it's forty twenty or thirty five twenty five or what, but. I think those two matches are going to take 50 minutes, 50, 60 minutes out of that show. And, um, yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think the wrestling will be just fine. That's that's never, like, the issue really anymore. We're, like, really spoiled these days. You know, the quality of wrestling on almost every show is always typically at least average. You know, which is like okay, like, you know. Uh, it's really the finishes that that everybody's going to be looking forward to, and and probably some storylines will spring out of the fall and winter storylines will spring out of this show. Um, and apparently, there is a Raw pay per view in December. Mm. I think somebody tweeted tweeted this last week. Um. Is it New Year's Revolution? No, it's a December. <laughs> December pay-per-view. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I think New Year's Revolution, was it Was it not at the end of December? Was it always the first week of January? I always thought it was, like, the first week of January or something. Even, like, the 9th or 10th or some shit sometimes. Uh, wasn't the first one no, in Puerto no. Rico? I think so. Yeah. Uh, how about bases loaded, bottom of the first, two outs? Bottom of the first. So Houston's up. Oh, no, so L.A.'s up. Well, yeah, Houston's winning two to nothing, but, yeah, L.A.'s up. It's crazy. They got the bases. Um, ooh, why did he swing at that? Ooh, that was nasty. Um, Yeah, they're doing uh, <laughs> what? They're doing... Are they doing something? It just says TLC. I don't know. Maybe they haven't listed the name of it. Well, either way, Survivor Series, I think whatever comes out of this is going to spring us for for the next uh, two months until we get to Royal Rumble. Ooh, they got him. Ooh, he got out of there, gave up no runs. Nice. He go down looking, swinging, pop fly, what? Uh, Threw two strikes at him, and then he uh, grounded out. Thanks for that email, Kyle. It's, uh, oh, Craig just got an email in. Oh, that's a VIP deal, so we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, oh, this is a, I like, I want to hear your answer. Um, his first question, I don't mean to put you on the spot, and this is from Craig for the VIP, but what percentage of PW Torch VIP audio do you think you listen to? 
I wouldn't put a percent on it. The things I definitely listen to, I listen to all of Bruce's shows. I listen to the uh, the VIP roundtables. Mm-hmm. And if it counts, I guess it doesn't count as VIP because I listen to, uh, to Wade's show. But, yeah, um, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah, things yeah. I absolutely listen to. Um, probably because you can get it for free, too, but it's on the, you know, thing. Uh, but yeah, I listen to Bruce's show. I listen to VIP round, well, or uh, pay per view round table. His Wade Keller hotlines um, are VIP exclusive. His daily joint. Well, I don't. I don't listen to the hotlines. Yeah, I listen to. You listen to the podcast the, one. Um, yeah, the pro, uh, yeah, the podcast one is on the same feed uh, through uh, Downcast. So, yeah. but there's not a VIP. But yeah, VIP is. I listen to Bruce Mitchell, and. Uh, and yeah, the uh, pay-per-view roundtables. That's the stuff I have to listen to. I will listen yeah. to uh, Pat and Greg on the uh, the pay-per-view post shows too, because I'm interested in those reactions depending on the show. But yeah, that's I say percentage-wise, but I mean I was to about twenty percent ish. I'm literally paying. Yeah, I mean there's a to lot of a lot of VIP like that's, content, that's where so. my money's going. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. And I'll get to mine uh, in the VIP. Uh, but for now, let's get back to the phone lines before we get to uh, get to uh, Darrell. Let's go out to Phoenix and uh, talk to Brian. Brian, what's happening? Hey. Good evening, Trav. Good evening, Cam. Hopefully, you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Oh, no problem. Man. Hey, um, um, so I know you're watching NXT, and I dialed on maybe about 10 minutes ago. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still on or not, but Selena Vega, uh, I, I, anyway, doing such great work right now. And I wonder when she comes or, like, when she comes home to Austin Aries, do they really talk wrestling? I'm pretty sure they do, you know, but for him leaving and she is just starting off, you know, it's probably, a, you know, a, a decent conversation. Yeah, that would be uh... – Interesting fly on the wall for various reasons, but just keeping it not creepy. Just like, yeah, to hear what, you know, when she comes off a tour or off of, you know, just a regular. Oh, well, it's a little different for her. She's still in NXT, and I don't know if they live in Florida or not. A lot of those guys do. Um, so, uh, and I'm, what I'm getting at is how much time they spend together. So, hopefully, they still have a decent. Uh, schedule as far as seeing each other because she's in NXT doing uh, mass tapings and then having doing the spot shows throughout the next, you know three or four. Um, but the conversations are really going to get interesting when she get, when they finally get called up to the main roster. You know that's happening. If it doesn't happen before WrestleMania, it'll they they're coming up the week after uh, the. the Raw after or SmackDown after WrestleMania. Yeah, they have to. Pretty sure. They have to. Yeah. 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 Uh, she's wouldn't she's doing great work. Like a, a No Way Jose or something, and also goes to the other. You know, maybe maybe Raw since you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they they do good stuff. Or she's she's. I didn't see. I had to. T- Turn the tab off or go to the back to the uh, you know Love Talk tab or something. But they jumped Drew Galloway, uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre, and uh, he uh, he did Almas, and she was there cheering, rooting them on. So 
Yeah, really, girl. Uh, they're trying to heat that up for, for Houston. And I don't. I, I also the don't think he's going to have an NXT Championship run before uh, Almas before he before they get called up. No, I don't, I don't see that happening. Happen. And I love her. I love her choice of blouses too. By the way. Yeah. You're a fan of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> blouses. <laughs> okay. Blouses. So yeah, what else is on your uh, on your mind? Well, um. Okay, one, uh, two other things. First thing is about Braun Strowman. Remember last year he was in Survivor Series, and remember how he got eliminated was that that was when James Ells- James Ellsworth just came up or was uh, hanging out with Dean-, Dean Ambrose. Remember he was hiding underneath the ring and grabbed um, Braun's leg, and that's how Braun got count- counted out. So that's when he was like, you know, monster, monster, and he still had been undefeated at that point. So let's throw that out, put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll we'll see something similar, and I mean count out, not you know James Ellsworth, but I think him and him and uh, somebody will probably brawl to the back, or you know a traditional <laughs> old school Survivor Series finish, cop out finish, and it's like mm-hmm. fine, I don't want to see he don't need to be getting pinned, so I'll take the count out or the double DQ or whatever they do. If he gets DQ'd, pushing somebody through a table or bashing them with something, and then he takes that person and throws them in, and they get pinned off of his destructive, disqualifying uh, offense, you know, that works. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. The last thing I'll leave you two gentlemen with, and I hope you both Sorry about that trap. I was going to say I'll uh, let you two gentlemen go. Hopefully you have a real good night. And uh, I have a, I'll send an email to the VIP portion as well, Trav. And, Cam, thanks a lot as, as well. So a wrestling move that I really like, and let's say I love, is a very simple Irish whip. So, um, and, of course, like, you know, if you do the Irish whip, then a duck down, leapfrog, and then some move after that, I'm a huge mark for it. But okay. as, as the three of us the three of us know, and then, of course, the uh, listeners know as well, the Linos and Linos know, is that if you have to suspend your disbelief with the Irish whip because if somebody's going to throw you into the ropes, why don't you just stop? But I can just block mm-hmm. that part of my mind because I just love that, love a sequence like that. Or I just love a, just, just an Irish whip. So my question, and, and by the way, a side note to all that, is that, you know, um, the question just came up that Craig asked. You know, I listen to a lot of Torch Audio, and um, listening to editor publisher Wade Keller, you know, he talks a lot about, you know, immersive experience and things like that. And um, so the one thing I want – the question I have for you two uh, both is that what wrestling move do you really like, but knowing that it probably would not work in the real world, or it, it wouldn't work in the real world, but you still like or love anyway. So that's my question for both of you. And I'll hang on and listen. Have a real good night. Thanks a lot, as always. Um. Actually, brought this up topic up yesterday. Tell, talking to my man about uh, why I don't like lucha style wrestling, especially like the pure lucha stuff. It's just way, way too choreographed. Like it's a dance in there that I just can't get beyond. And they don't take, they roll through all their bumps. It's not very impactful. Um, yeah, so I'm not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> That's saying. That said, um, my move is pr- 
probably a Hurricane Rana. Although in like yeah. Jack Reacher, I didn't see Jack Reacher's, but your 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 military thriller type movies, I've seen that work. <laughs> Some version of a Hurricane Rana work, and fight scenes and action scenes and stuff. So, but I was oh 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 my my comment my, my when I was talking about the lucha, I was like even though in pure you know American style wrestling you had those moments, and I brought up the Irish Whip, I was like you would never. Allow somebody to, you know, throw you, you run into the ropes and bounce back for their offense. Like, but it's a, it's not standing there basically doing a damn salsa with another person. Yeah, I mean Stone Cold yeah. Stunner. Like, it's just, it doesn't work. This is not a thing you can do to people. Like, well, the the science of it is silly. Like, I kicked you in the stomach, and then I'm going to basically pull you down to the point where, like, you hit so hard, you pop back up the other way. Like, I'm slingshotting you with gravity from literally, like, from your height. Like, you're going to fall three feet You're going to bump like Vince did in the one, the first one he took, because that's how <laughs> that yeah. move would typically go. Like, Maybe my favorite little inside wrestling thing that I found out, like, super late in life, like, the last six months was the fact that, uh, what, that Rock and Austin used to bet beers on how hard Rock would sell the Stone Cold Stunner. And that's why Rock would do all those crazy flips that I love. Again, I think my favorite thing about Rock is how he'd sell your move like he was shot every time. But, no, the Stone Cold Stunner is, like, for the sake of our poll, is like maybe the most popular move that uh, you know that that everybody knows, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous, and I and I love it to it, death. Like a rock bottom on somebody can work. Like a pedigree, maybe kind of can work. A power bomb can't really work because people aren't gonna like you've seen the most yeah, thing you see to a power a bomb in real life. Yeah, but it's, like the closest thing to Paul Obama's real life is, uh, yeah, is, is Rampage Jackson picking that guy up from the ground and power bombing him. Mindbusters are more like practical than yeah. a power bomb. Like no, that guy had to be he had to have Rampage in an arm bar for a power bomb to work. Like it's a, a power bomb's a defensive move, as weird as that sounds. Like yeah. there, there's yeah. so many things to go here, like. Stunner's probably my favorite. Um, maybe like a slingshot, I think, is a cool-looking thing that just can't work. Um, oh, we could do this all the time, like forever. But there's, yeah, there's great stuff about wrestling that's just so cartoonish that I love it. Why did they do that? They gave up another run that was ridiculous. Like, throw that Three nothing now. Why did you stop? Three nothing. Like, why did you hold the ball? Wow. Okay. Um, all right, let's uh, – all right, let's see what Rich got to say real quick before we go to our last call. Uh, Rich, what's wow. happening? What's on your mind? Not much. Just got done presenting a class and uh, heading home. Can you hear me? Oh, you missed it. Oh. That's what happened. Okay. Okay. Wait, what? 
No, no, Cam's talking about baseball. Oh, no, Rich, baseball. I'm talking about the I, World I, Series, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh. waiting for you to, I don't know, give me something more. I was waiting for you yeah. to acknowledge that I was on the phone like a human being, Travis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that's what hosts do. I thought this know, was show America. Technically over. I'm trying to breeze through right. uh, this conversation. To hear your All right, voice, well, so can, I was just going to say Canadian Destroyer. And yeah, yeah, that's yep. Because, yeah. But I don't like that move, so I didn't say it. Cause I think it's, oh, I love that move. No. Especially when Petey Williams hits it because he's like the tiniest human being possible. You know how hard it is to get somebody in a Texas clover release? It's ridiculous. Mm, this is true. This is true. I did Sharks. hit a kid in a Figure fight when four, I was in like grade school like... with a DDT. Oh. Hey, but that was a different life. That was a different time. <laughs> like a suplex. You know how hard a regular standing suplex is? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, I got to get you, you and you. you have have to, uh, the only child. people you can do that on are, like, your siblings, who like, smaller, yeah. who you can just completely overpower. If you're not working with that person, it's, yeah, it's not easy to <laughs> suplex a person. Right. I remember the first time my brother, my younger brother, uh, who's a twin, gave me a gorilla press, and I realized I wasn't helping him. That was a that was a dark day. So difficult. As the oldest brother, yeah. That was that was that was like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to play anymore. Six three dude picking me up like I'm a child. Would you say Cam? I feel like Darvish is trying to walk this guy because he oh. has a base runner on third. I'm so right, Rich, into just, this guy. What? I just wanted to say what's oh. up. That, that's really it. Oh, we'll okay. Talk. Yeah, oh, I was going to say. Wait, son of a monk. All right. What? All right. Later. Oh, okay. Uh, somebody did jump on, not just, but I didn't see them there. Uh, 814, who this What is? up? This is Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, let you know, it is possible to suplex someone because I've been suplexed. I was like seven, eight years old when that happened. Oh, no, but I think was it by point, another though. seven or eight-year-old? Like, or was it by like eight, a 15? I'm assuming you were the size of a child, <laughs> you know? No, it was uh, by like a 12-year-old. So he was okay. Okay. So, bigger than me. Ooh. <laughs> Guess what? Home run. <laughs> Five to nothing. Oh, gosh. Wow. Uh, did you say Ryan or Brian? Ryan, our way in. Yeah, uh, is this your first time calling? I don't, I don't remember talking to you before. Uh, I'm this is the first time calling into the East Coast cast, but I've been on some other torch shows yeah. in the past. All right, cool. Well, nice uh, to meet we got you, Ryan. call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, How'd you find yeah, us, and what made you give us a call today? Uh, I found you on the blog talk. It came right up on the sports section, I believe. Damn, remember, Cam, we would t- we would always, like, oh, where are we? Uh, oh, we're the fifth or the 13th sports show this week. Yeah. I haven't, I don't, it's been at least at least a year since I've even uh, you, but you know what it is? Them. When we got to number one, that's, that was the problem. That time we got yeah. to number one, we never looked at it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we ain't nowhere else to go but down. So every if we're not yeah. number one every week, I'm going to be fucking disappointed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. So, to, just what, to, you had some time today? You just said, hey, let me call these uh, 
goofy guys and yeah. say what's up. Yeah, um, I sort of disagree with you with the women's match. I think that should be like 15 to 20 minutes because historically, looking back on these matches, the women tend not to get a lot of time on these Survivor Series matches. I don't know if it's, that's what the original plan is, but that's usually how it works out. Till you do time. get those yeah. rapid-fire eliminations there. Yeah. just got so many top-notch, you know, all the top women are in that match. I just don't think that's a, that's, you have ten. I I hope they don't have nine falls, assuming uh, there's a sole survivor, and it's less than 15 minutes. I mean, I just don't think that's believable or or any of that kind of stuff. This almost has to go 25, 30 minutes because you have so many people. And if this is rapid fire, I mean, you're absolutely right, Ryan. Tradition, it's just a matter that it's just a, that tradition has been, you know, going away lately. So hopefully they, they take this opportunity to go, you know what, we're going to have a 25, 30-minute women's elimination match, and we're going to tell this half-hour-long story. There's and no reason for this not to. Got the talent, yeah. Do you know any... Uh superstars on Twitter that are not on Twitter, I say, should say that just stay away from it, like they don't even have an account, and that would be just because they're afraid of what they might say or do. It almost seems like they're required to. I'm, I'm trying to think of who actually doesn't have one. Um, hmm. I mean, you couldn't make I think Undertaker. it actually might yeah. be policy. Yeah, Undertaker doesn't have one. Um, or he, he did, and he, like, maybe tweeted, like, two things ever. And then was out of there. Yeah, I think it's, I think people who are on the main roster, I can't think of anybody who jumps out that just doesn't have one. Um, it, it really might be policy at this point. Um, I know I don't follow a whole bunch of them. Um, I just can't imagine that being policy. No. How do you make people have a Twitter, have a social media uh well, but again, like I'm like, who doesn't have one though? I think I think that's what makes me lean toward that. Like, not everybody has like a public Facebook page, but they all seem to have a Twitter. Uh, hmm. Not a loss. Yeah, I, some like... of them are better at it than others, but yeah. <laughs> Brew Darvish, Cam. <laughs> He's drunk. Oh, shit. If it's required, then I don't see how Leah Rush can be held accountable because, you know, obviously it takes some maturity level to have a Well, Twitter you don't have to say anything. Can, can, they, can they say you have to have a, t- a Twitter and you have to tweet? Well, how many tweets a, a week or a day tweet. or whatever? I mean, then it's – talk about slippery fucking slopes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's Brian, like, I don't know if you remember like, like a while back. It's like – no, because it's like, um, what's the movie when the, the chick Jennifer Aniston worked in the, like, Chili's or whatever, and they're like, hey, you're required to have 11 Office pieces space. of flair. And she's like, yeah, no, I got 11 uh-huh. pieces. And they're like, oh, you're just going to do the bare minimum? Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. It's like, well, exactly 11. damn, so I got to tweet once a day, and it's got to be like, hey, yeah. come to this WWE book signing at the Barnes & Noble. You know, like, what the, mm-hmm. come on, don't make me. Uh, yeah, no, Ryan, um, that's well, why I think Baron Corbin got in trouble a while back. Um, for having like kind of a negative exchange with Meltzer, and that got him into and that trouble. army um, guy or soldier military dude. Yeah, 
and then which he immediately was like, oh, that, my bad. And yeah, I messed up. You know, Randy yeah, Orton, when the whole thing started with the NFL protests, um, you know, had some things to say, and people didn't think too highly of that. So, no, no, I mean, Leo Rush isn't the first one to put his foot in his mouth on Twitter. Definitely not. But um, a thing about him was, you know, it's like the mob. Like, you can do things when you're made, and he ain't made. And so it does limit, you know, the things he can get away with. Um, and it is going to affect how people respond to the things that he says. So, no, you're right. I mean, he's, they definitely, if if it's policy, if it's something they require, they do put you in a position to get yourself in trouble. But at the end of the day, you still hit the send button on the tweet. So, you know, I, I think they can be mad at him. You know, there's a certain level of responsibility that has to fall on him, um, you know, just as an adult and as an employee. But, yeah. I thought that uh, Baron Corbin story was debunked because I thought the main reason he was in trouble was over uh, the argument he got into or the questions he was asking to the doctor in front of the locker room, and not. Mm, I'm not saying got him in trouble. Yeah, I'm not saying got him in trouble like with the company. I I mean, public reaction. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't even me saying Leo Rush is in the doghouse with management. I'm just talking about how people are reacting to the things that are said. Management might be like, nice one, Leo. <laughs> for real, for real. Exactly much, yeah. <laughs> but still, public opinion is obviously a main driving factor in why certain decisions get made. And uh, you see SmackDown taking the uh, five-on-five match since probably Brock's to take the uh, gender match, so that would be like a trade-off for... SmackDown and Raw to get a big win each apiece? Nope, I think Raw wins them both. And SmackDown women win and maybe Natty wins, and that's the split. I think the Usos win. Um, like I, Again, I, I think that they oh, see the right. things that we uh, see right. in them. So I think the Usos do win. Um, and I think but I think Miz wins. Like I think Miz beats Corbin. Because so that's still a split. That's still three. Three, yeah. three. But, but I, I think, think all the um, yeah, perceived bigger matches, the perceived the singles, the two the men sing the two men singles, and the uh, the men's five on five, Raw takes all of those, and SmackDown wins the the lesser perceived matches, the women's five on five, the women's champion versus champion, and uh, and I guess the then I guess the tag match. I wouldn't even. I'd even say Brawl wins four to two, and 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 the Usos don't don't win. Yep. Well, but if they were going to do yeah, think, split, that's how they would do it. Yeah. I think Barron's uh, take the match against Miz. I don't see any way he's to lose that match, but uh, I just don't see how it's possible. Yeah, that'll be an interesting match. Have these two heels out there. Uh, You've got the Miztourage running interference for Miz, and you got, if they want to play up Baron's shortcut king gimmick, uh, have him doing stuff, pulling tights, poking eyes, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, again, I think the finishes of these matches are more important, or more, uh, you're more on edge for the finish than the match itself. Like, sure, I guess I, w- I, guess I want to see Miz Corbin. You know, like, if I have to, sure, I'll watch it. 
not particularly excited for it, but I am excited to see what they do with the finish. How do they, who do they care about more? Who do they protect? How do they protect them? That kind of thing. So, hey Ryan, don't be a stranger, man. Seriously. Okay. We do appreciate taking the call. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and, and and call a little earlier, and we'll try. You know, because as you, yeah, the earlier we get to you, the longer, <laughs> you know, we'll be able to talk to you. So. Okay. Thank you. Cool man. And uh, last but not least, let's uh, go to Darrell in Georgia. Bring him on. Darrell, what's wow. happening? What's good, homies? The, the longer, I guess. The, huh? The longer the what? Oh, oh, nothing. I'm talking about this when I'm looking at my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> crossing. <laughs> um, crossing stuff. I thought you were going to say the longer the better and got caught. Like, it got stuck. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Just got finished seeing the Mary Jane lady. So, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Here we're yeah. talking about strange. We're talking about time. Your, 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 your guy is a girl, is a, is a lady? Or was that? Yeah. What you call yeah, it? lady. Oh, nice. She's a lady. Yeah. Oh, girl. I'm good I've with her never... for about, since we was in. Middle school. Hey, don't tell too much about it. Hey, 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 easy, easy. You know I'm, I'm just telling you Shut our out. connection. I ain't telling you nothing about her. <laughs> you know the race. <laughs> when I first got down here, I had a connect. She was she was cool. Uh, when she moved out of town. Beyond that, yeah, we were having like a email. Yeah. Yep. How you guys doing today, though? Doing all right. Doing well, man. Same Doing here, man. Well. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer you guys' question. <laughs> I'm gonna answer you guys' question. I made all right about the damn Mount Rushmore. You showed it. Yeah. But go ahead. You showed it. Hogan. Oh, I think I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, Hogan. I understand. I understand that. Um, what he all done, done and all of that stuff. I get it. But to me, Do you? the other three got other different things that they can add on. Hogan, yeah, he blew up and stuff like that. But, you know, in the cartoon type the of era. Huh? I said, Do you remember the Do 80s? I, Do I remember the 80s? No, I was born in 85. You, you know, by the time I started watching wrestling, was in uh, around oh, okay. about four, I, I just, I, four or five. I, thought, I, just, I didn't know you were... Uh... Five years younger than me. I thought you were right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, grandfather literally on it. Yeah, yeah, tapes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he had tapes and stuff. I never lapsed. I never, I never lapsed. I've been watching it since 89, 90, until now. No laps, no gaps in between. Gotcha. So, Hogan, to me, Hogan go in with um. He got up there because he he got in with the um worst Booker, but the, the most worst successful Booker of all time, Vince McMahon. So <laughs> what? Yeah, Come, I said it. Jabril. Yeah, I said you can't it. just say things yeah. and you say them make you the worst. The worst. I, I didn't say it was true. 
that, that shit. Yeah, the worst, most successful booker of all time. Go hey, Darrell, for, um, Darrell, 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 save yeah. it, save it. That, that's for later. Okay. Save it. Okay, okay. But uh, anyway, Hogan, um, like, he, you know he people have called man a wrestling genius in all the hyperbolic language, right? Um, that's dealing with promotions. He's a great promoter. Yeah, he's a great promoter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I get your. Uh, um, but I'm talking about booking. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You might have. You might. That's why Hogan. Shit. Might be on something. That's why Hogan. Um. That's why you can say Hogan up there because of the promotion Especially of. Especially the um, last fifteen. He, yeah, he had all his weaknesses and stuff like that. Hogan came around today. He wouldn't be able to survive. You have to get rid of him. Because he would have had ranch, racist ranch that would have picked up and had to get him up out of there. John Cena, I know everybody hates John Cena, but most reasons, majority of the people reasons is he's a cornball. His um his style is corny. He should have turned heel. They don't give no legitimate reasons, but you can say Wait, Cena killed you. Just, you, you, <laughs> you just said three legitimate reasons. Those everybody corny, in, everybody like corny in somebody's eyes. Everybody corny in somebody's eyes. Okay, think and of some people fans. are cornier in the in more people's eyes than not. But he's not corny in most people's eyes. He got more people that like yeah. him than he do that haters. So is that why say, the majority of his career, the male fans hated him and cheered against him and booed him? Some of our favorite players in other sports were cor- was corny off the court. Shit, Kyrie Irving is but, a weirdo off the court, but we can't take right. away from his But we deal. don't pay money to watch him <laughs> philosophize and talk dumb shit about science that he doesn't know. And we don't we, we don't really pay we don't really pay basketball. for um John Cena colorful shirts and stuff we like that. Pay we to pay to see John Cena personality, wrestling and, personality, and that's the corny part. And his wrestling style. Let me ask you this. So one, so one time, John Cena has never talked you into watching him want to fight, or somebody watching somebody want to fight him or beat him up. He never talked you that, into doing that. That is, that is, that is different. That has nothing to do with being a corn cornball or not. Oh, I know that's different. Okay, that's what I'm corn saying. Ball. I just, that's, I that's just what he do. That's what. Watching him. If you talk to old people um, who cover been covering wrestling for a long time, it's to, it's to talk you into building. It's to make money. It's to get people to buy tickets. That's what John Cena did. He got people to buy tickets. He got people to yeah. to be up in here. He was the best out of the, out of the um, people who he came out of there with with the Brock Lesnar, the uh, the Batistas, the Randy Orton, who people say is totally gifted. He don't even know how good he is because he don't want to give one hundred and ten percent. So he he was the best out of that. He rose up out of that. If you think about it, he was okay. somebody who was gonna get cut. Having John get Cena off, off of, of your rest, of wrestling Mount Rushmore. Doesn't mean he's not all those things. I know that, but I'm just saying a lot of people oh, don't okay. break it down. Don't break it down as much. They, oh, they just, I recognize they all those things. Go back to the, I'm taking his ass off my Mount Rushmore and putting somebody else. Oh in yeah, that's spot. cool. Leaving but those other three. Not, every, everybody's not Travis Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Travis Bryant can fit in on the show The Gifted and talk about those muty hate. Um, those muties and fit right on in, you know what I'm saying? Because he can break it down real smooth for you. Everybody ain't G'd up like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Most people going to talk about how corny John Cena is. Man, he's just corny. He should have he should have turned years ago. I'm just tired of seeing him. He overpushed. Them same buzzwords that you see on um, Dave Meltzer and stuff. 
who go out there and report this type of stuff and who change the fans' mindset just like they were the people who reported something The Rock told um, Nia Jax to get up off of, um, the go from the walk away. Well, we know The Rock probably ain't tell her that in front of her being on Total Divas. She out there talking about how tired she is. She need a break. She need a rest from this the first show. Then her best friend came out and said, "Hey, she just needed a time off. She needed a time a break away. We all do at times. So it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Don't like uh, don't like that shit. Yep. But you know, it's a difference. It's a difference when you know Travis Bryant break you down and tell you a new mud." Mud hole on some of the legendary rants I tell people to go back and listen to on the East Coast cast, um, all they shows and listen to. But everybody don't break it down like that. You can talk about his in ring work, but his in ring work when he show you he can go, he can go with the best of them. He done hung in. Oh, you're not going to get an argument from me about John Cena not, you know, top ten, top five. You know, yeah, no, for sure. He's can we say that about Hogan? All those. Can we, and all those, huh? can we say that about Hogan? I said, can we say that about Hogan? Yeah, and people have been for 20 years. I'm just saying, can we say he can hang in with the best of them when they come down? Could he hang in with Ric Flair going like how Ric Flair went with uh, Steamboat? Well, you know Ric Flair and Hogan wrestled a million times, right? And had big giant paydays and pay-per-views and, like, well, the pay-per-views <laughs> I mean, and the WWE. Like, you know, yeah, they, they, they were awesome, but it wasn't, it wasn't classic matches. They ain't matches that left you talking about it or anything like that. And pay-per-views in WCW, when WCW didn't even, all they cared right. about was and like 99, uh, uncensored 99, I wasn't expecting a weird cage match with barbed wire. I wasn't expecting, uh, you know, I didn't see it live. I saw it, you know, years later on tape, you know, like 01, 02. And even then, I wasn't expecting, like, oh, this isn't going to be good. And it's Hogan and Flair in 1999 in a, in a dumb gimmick, in a gimmick cage with barbed wire. So. But Man, the matches don't stand the intimize, don't stand the test of time, man. I think Rick Flair had better matches after he came to WWE. Neither does WrestleMania 3, Hogan versus Andre. It barely stood the test of time in 1987 when it, when, you know, <laughs> it, but still, 97,000 or whatever, you know, showed up for that thing and did gangbusters. So what? It doesn't stand the test of time. That money they made stood the test, you know. For, but, uh, yes, money is I mean, one. I get what you're I'm, saying I'm giving about you the money. I'm giving you the money. I'm giving you the money, but I'm taking, I'm saying that's one separate category out of this. Out of the three main ones I'm talking about, that's what he have. Yeah, but that's money. the one don't that have counts. the other two. Without the one, well, if you don't you make money. That, if you, you want to say that, the longer show. the longer run, John Cena done made money. He done made he done made enough money. Force oh, put yeah. him on, put him worth um he worth um five hundred million dollars to uh to the WWE. Forbes put that down in the article just a couple of years ago. They said He's that's how much five, John Cena is worth. Five hundred million dollars to the WWE. I, I don't even over know the how years, that. Over the years that he has oh, been okay. there. Oh, all right. So he uh, hoping to collapse by just arguments four years arguing of against. Oh Those yeah, I don't think. But in my category, why I'm saying this is in my eyes, 
to be on that Mount Rushmore. You got to have at least two of the three. And he don't have two of the three. He got one. And that's because he was backed heavily and pushed so hard by the greatest promoter of all time. But the worst booker and, of all time. In in stuff that you admittedly didn't, well, you might have seen like in since, but you didn't live through. All his stories didn't live through all the great history, but they go back and study the um, the history and go figure it out. If you like something, you go back and you study it, don't you? I just don't understand how Hogan had one. He drew money, and that was it. So he just had this innate ability to draw money. He didn't do anything. Like, he didn't wrestle. With, and I know what you mean. Like, in, in, in objective, in stand away. Like, money, no, you had to have charisma. You had to have charisma to draw money. Because right. being a good wrestler don't equal, don't, don't equal charisma. Because we have seen a lot of great wrestlers who had great in-ring talent. So what are the, but they have what are enough the three charisma things that Hogan money. only has one of? I'm confused. The drawing, the drawing ability, the drawing ability. He don't and have. And what are the ring. other two that he doesn't have? He don't have wrestling. the ring ability. And wrestling, and he doesn't have the relatability as some of the other guys. That's not relatable. Nonsense. I mean, again, I would ask. I know the answer. Do you remember the '80s? Like, like that. That's. That's just patently absurd. I was just listening to resonated with millions of people. Check this out. I was just listening to Rick Flair talking to um on on um Peter Rosenberg podcast Peter. today. And, and and um this was Rick Flair and they was all saying and even Hogan admitted this to him. Even though Hogan was the biggest star. Today you see kids who wasn't even around when um, Rick Flair was was uh, wrestling. They quote and we if you listen all day. show, Darrell, we stipulated to that. Cam even said nobody thinks Hogan's cool. Like he doesn't resonate. That's what I mean. When you relate, when you relatable, when you relatable, you cool. People catch on to you. People want to say Cam, what you say. That they is wanna, not how they want to. They wanna... That's like saying Mr. T was relatable in his day. He, I mean, well, and then he survived for. 20, 30 years as of as of you know one note choke of his you know when he kind of the shit for five. But you still but you still but you still love some of them um, lines that he was saying this club of lane and all that other stuff right. and back when he was on the A team and stuff like that you still do even though years you he lived long enough to be a villain or whatever. Yeah, hey. just like people say, still go brother 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 and and say Hogan's lines and stuff. It's the same. It's the same stuff. They might not go. Yeah, he's cool. Thirty, forty but years it, later, like when was Rick it? Flair is when was he different. Rick Flair's entire gimmick when he was, up was in about the 80s? being cool. It was about being on the cutting I, edge I of cool. When you're on the cutting edge I'm of just, cool, you 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 last long because you were ahead of your time. So you, people catch up, and then you like that's. I don't. I don't. I, I just say this. I, I know a lot of people. I know a lot. I'm not of people, even trying to argue um, you out of your your Hogan versus John oh, Cena I, pick or or Cena versus whatever. Oh, I'm just, I get it. I'm just trying to figure out like why like Hogan has won. I just say he in my eyes, in my opinion, nobody else has to um, listen to my opinion or, or think uh, or just they can chew it all. But in my opinion, he only have one of the three in my eyes. What I consider that's why I'm getting them off of mine. 
Mount Rushmore. Then he decides this for some reason you always got to add in the uh, personal stuff outside the ring to a to a to a T two, and that just even more pushed pushed him off. Before the racist rants, he was already off my Mount Rushmore. So if people want to say, well, you only saying this because the racist stuff? No, he yeah. was already out years it. ago. So. All right, so before before we get out of here, uh, Sitton just sent me a, a screen a screenshot of I'm assuming the 2K18 WWE game. Roman Reigns is on screen backstage, I guess talking to your creator character, and the caption says he's saying Roman's saying to the to you the player if you want to climb up the ladder of success faster here in the WWE. Always pay your respects to management. If you can get in with them, they'll be the ones to open all the doors to success you'll ever need. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? Damn it, why they got to do Roman like that, man? They might as well just said, just keep your head down and hope to get rich. <laughs> Damn. Hey, he doing what he doing. Hogan did it before him, so at best you you do it. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. You hope to get ripped like Hogan. I doubt he was just taking him for like, oh, okay, got you, Vincent, going out there. No, no. Um, all right, Duro, appreciate that. We're going to get out of here, man. Sleep. Yeah, no problem, man. Talk to you. All right, man, take care. All right, so that does it uh, for this week. I appreciate everybody's time. Uh, that was fun. Some good topics. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, maybe me and Rich, I'll get Rich's, uh, should have asked him while he was on. I'll get his his Mount Rushmore thing in the VIP. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what we'll, we've got some VIP emails, but I'm not, there's no, like, uh, Big topic. There weren't there weren't any comics. I uh, in my pool list. I went through this whole list of this week stuff, and so there's not a ton to read this week um, or you know review. So yeah, so it'll be a uh, we'll see. I guess when we uh, when we hit record, it'll be one of one of those one of those shows. So yeah, so uh, you live folks. Um, or you free folks, I should say. We'll get it y'all next week. VIPers, click over to Rich and I. And, um, yeah, we'll get it y'all next week. We out of here.